So, Andrew, Oops, welcome back. How do you do? Yeah. You've made it. I have returned. You're alive. I did. You, despite all warnings given to you by your jump scare, scare neighbor, you uh, have not been exploded even a little bit. Not even a little, I mean, no. this, going by that, timeline-wise, the scariest thing to happen in the last six months to you probably was in the United States in your bedroom, or your office, I mean, because uh, yeah. it was her. <laughs> yeah jesus pretty much yeah that recording is so spectacular i just wish that we had the audio for what was happening (laughs) right yeah right outside the room we just have the jump scare and no visual component for it It just attempted (laughs) we tried to recreate it and we couldn't fully recreate the magic that had occurred it would be particularly odd if we had a camera pointed right outside of the window at that moment. That would be a very odd camera capture. It'd be amazing if uh, we just had if the uh, if the speakers were audible, but the, like the room noise was louder than the than the woman noise. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, again, a microphone wasn't set up by the window because that'd be weird. People don't do that. <laughs> well, they did have yeah. that experiment where you were like streaming your house in a multi-camera setup for like a while. That's uh, actually how me and Naya met. That's weird. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, she was. Met. I uh, I set it up to be accessed remotely, and I went into the Discord and asked if anybody was willing to test and see if it worked. And she was the only one who said she would. <laughs> that was the first so, time. Oh, yeah, that wow. was the first time me and her actually communicated. So that experiment changed your life. To some. Yeah, in, some in theory. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by letting a stranger have access to my security camera footage, I traveled to the other side of the world. If the, that shows any kind of butter, semblance about how the butterfly yeah. effect list gets really weird really fast. It is weird to see like this one stupid thing category, like snowball into that, such a yeah weird things that snowball back to like I wanted to go to the midnight release for Rock Band Three. And then yeah. eventually Andrew goes to the UAE. <laughs> I I wanted to it, go for reasons to... pretty inextricably linked to that series of events because that's the reason yeah. the channel started because we were in line together, uh, and yes. all that other stuff just uh, kind of are not what, direct. I was there. It's like all these things that are not direct results of that thing, but could not have happened without previous thing, like the weird sequence that it has. Yeah. So I mean, for me, it was going to the midnight release of Force Unleashed Two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I won that battle that night. <laughs> I mean, was, oh no, was it Force Two or it was, was it Fable Three? It was. Those are such like not impressive releases that they had to share a midnight release with each other. But I was thankful well, because especially Fable Three was the whole reason I was getting a midnight release for my game, basically, because Rock Band Three. Uh, was a record-breaking, astonishing success of a game that sold a whole one million copies total, like in its lifespan. <laughs> so it was really, but it's really uh, Force Unleashed Two and Fable uh, Rock Band Three were just like hitchhiking off of uh, Fable Three's Force Unleashed release. Two for sure. Like Fable, Fable Three was coming out, and they're like, I mean, other games come out, we could sell those too at the midnight release, <laughs> and that was the event. Yeah, I had my keyboard bundle, and you had a collector's edition of Fable 3 and Force Unleashed 2. And 3D! You can watch this podcast in VR. Can you? <laughs> no. 
Oh. <laughs> you cannot split oh. these two eyes, two screens on your two eyes, and then get like a 3D of anything, except maybe on like a Dr. Manhattan way. <laughs> Single time. I don't, I'm not sure how that works. I don't know. Uh-oh. Hmm. Uh-oh. What happened? Goodbye. Goodbye? He's gone. Wait, what? He's just frozen. Oh, yeah, now. you're... Your camera just it was froze a simulation too. the entire time. Can you not hear me anymore? <laughs> oh boy! Hold on, I'll fix it. Did that fix it? No. Yes. If you're wondering why my cheeks look all weirdly red, I just got out of a hot shower and my hair is all Wait. Else, my hair is also wet. Can you not hear this. me at all? What the hell is going on yeah. here? That went right back to normal really quickly. <laughs> is it fine? Well, no? um, well, he almost came back for a second there. Uh, is that working? Is that working uh, again? Uh, okay. It happened. That, that might have been my fault. That could have been you, my did fault. Did you unplug something or move something? Yeah, I moved it to a bigger screen so it'd be easier for me to see you and also look at the camera still. But and did uh, it like crash the webcam concept or something? I have no, I have no idea because I was able to see, I was able to hear you. I just couldn't see you, but you couldn't hear me. Oh, which was weird. Oh, yeah, that'll be so, interesting to hear in editing. <laughs> in what form? I mean, that I, takes. thankfully, I'm recording my own audio, so oh, you'll yeah. hear that. We can make, we can hear. That breakdown, the moment communication falls apart. I said that you were a simulation the entire time. I heard that, yeah. You freeze-framed for like 10 seconds, and I'm like, oh shit, he's crashed. He was replaced. <laughs> he's crashed. <laughs> he's not come back. Andrew.exe is uh, is not running. It has failed yeah. to start, not responding. I'm the, actually, um, I'm in the middle of coincidentally looking into my own movement options and whatnot. And that's an experience. Oh yeah, with the You're pink me. with the pink room. You should keep it. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. I'm like, do I keep the room pink or do I repaint it? Which is both a it's a pain in the ass for two reasons. It's that anything that's pet safe or non or less toxic in general, and as far as paints go, is like just more expensive. Uh, yeah. Although it probably cuts down on the fume problem for me too. Uh, in the in the idea of living there uh after repainting but also just the distance thing the idea of like driving somewhere and then painting it then coming back and so on on top of all the trips involved in like the actual move i'm like i don't know especially doing it like well, early enough that it, i'd hope because my goal is if i wanted to repaint the room before moving into it i'd have to repaint it soon enough that the fumes or whatever can be over with before i move in because i don't want to sleep in that shit yeah, I mean, the only thing I could think of would be to uh, move the boxes of stuff first and then paint it while you're doing that because the boxes don't have to... It's not furniture. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, once you start moving the big stuff, then it will be dry and you'll be okay to move in. It's a whole but experience. I'm not, I have honestly, this, like multi-stage things I'm thinking of. Like, tomorrow I'm going to get my car maintained because I'm overdue on that. And then I'm going to, like, just binge recordings because i need to have like a period of like a few days where i can do no or like fewer recordings those days just to deal with so much logistic crap and driving and carrying things and yeah. being tired and all that 
But I, I would, yeah. But I'm looking forward to it and that yeah. change of life and everything. It's it's a weird feeling. It's a weird feeling to oh, change your life, um, especially when it's been the same thing for so long. Oh yeah, but Both also there's a sense have... of like feeling trapped. That like it's good to move yeah. and then be like, oh, I'm not. See, I can just I can just leave. That happened. Yeah. Uh, one is... thing is, I've always this place has never felt like home. If you know Ouch, what I mean, Marty. <laughs> well, it's weird to think about. Like, uh, I grew up in two different houses over like yeah. each for like a decade or so, and then I moved here, <laughs> and it's always been like. It's always been like, I have to like remind myself like, wow, I've been living, I have, I have like weird moments of like, wow, I've been living not at home for X number of years now or months and so on. Like I'd kind of be like, huh, I guess I've been here for a weird, like to the point where like the chunk of time is comparable to like how long I would have been in other houses that seemed like my home and stuff like that. Cause what you've been there since 2017 or 2016? Uh, definitely earlier than I think either of those. Uh, really? Was it, yeah. Oh, yeah, because you were there for, uh, you moved there because of work. So that yeah. had to have been like 20. I'm good. <laughs> my best measuring stick is I'm going into my my video profile and I'm searching Orcs Must Die 2. <laughs> yeah, July 2015. Because I aired Orcs Must Die as the stopgap of here's some videos i'm moving i can't and also get it working at new job i can't really deal with recording and stuff so that <clears throat> was like That's airing crazy. that to deal with that to think that it's been what three three four years oh even late oh, even sooner march yeah wow so wait march 2015 um yeah march 2015 Something so around you're that. almost I at you're almost. almost at four years at Marty's. Yeah, it's that's a weird. It's a weird thought. I didn't think I'd even work live here that long for the other job, <laughs> let alone for this. But yeah, like I worked. I moved here for a waterboard job that I got, and then I immediately, not immediately, I worked that job for like a year and was like, well, now YouTube's kind of taking off, which I was maintaining in simultaneous with that and kind of losing my mind. Because that's one way of summarizing me and Andrew is we spend all of our time working in completely uh, unsafe practices for our mental health until we have nothing left trying to I mean, figure out how to make a living or whatever. Yeah, one of us decided to just pursue a thing that was successful. The other one just fled the country. Yay. <laughs> like, uh... But like I, I moved here for a job, then quit job for that because I'm like, it wasn't even a it wasn't even a safe bet or anything. Yeah, it was, it was just not. it was just making enough money that I was like, I don't know. Let's, I'll take this risk because I'll be happier doing that than this. Because after a year, after a year of working there, I was like googling like office space depression or cubicle things and so on and so forth. Where I was just curious and like that's when I learned that like the guy who invented the cubicle in the first place thought they were a mistake and is like aghast at how people use them and stuff because in his brain. He just wanted to make the Swiss Army knife of work, of like work desks that had like everything in it. That was yeah. his cool idea. But then once it was in practice and everyone had them, they're like, "No, we're going to use these to pack as many living souls into every four feet of of, of square space of a building until there can be like a thousand people working in one room <laughs> because we make the, the micro rooms." 
Yeah. I mean, it's, I feel like it's the, the folly of most main inventors. Yeah. Is that, you know, like Einstein was like, hey, nuclear fission, we can power so many things with this, or we can blow up Japan. No, right. no, no, no. We could just power things with this blow up Japan. No, stop. Why? It was, it was telling <laughs> that the person I replaced left their, like, artwork and photos up, and I just kept them all up. <laughs> they weren't of, like, their family or anything weird like that, but, like, they had, like, scenic vistas and crap like that pinned to their walls and i just i kept them because i'm like otherwise i'll just have gray or i'll have to Could find you my imagine own. if it was their family though and you just cut <laughs> your head out and put it over the child <laughs> like <laughs> i'm not alone with these tps reports <laughs> yeah so then people walk over to your cubicles like that's a nice family photo <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, oh that was yes. that was soul-sucking because on top of being an all-day excel sheet job uh, it was a job where I was doing what was originally meant to be done by uh, interns that are in college. And I was yeah. doing it as my college degree qualified job now because they just moved the signpost because it's just a it's just that kind of market. Like an, what do they call it, like an employer's market or whatever, where there's just so many goddamn employees yeah. that are qualified on every category that they can just keep raising the requirements for everything just to filter them and i'm like that's depressing because those are all the people that will then not find jobs and all that and yeah it's it's a weird thing specifically because the uh like there are times you can move the goalpost and yeah. when you do move the goalpost you then realize well, now these employees have higher expectations for salary and working <laughs> conditions. And it's like, well, this is crap. I want the people who are willing to work for no money and in terrible conditions, but I want them to be qualified. And it's like, well, yeah, but how did they get qualified? They paid a lot of money to do that. So they're yeah, going to get so compensated. You need to, you need to pay <laughs> them so they can actually recoup their losses because so many of them have like student debt and stuff like that, which yeah, thankfully so, so I didn't have, have to deal with that or I'd be in extra trouble. Uh, yeah yeah i think that's what helped a lot about making the decision to just be youtube full-time is because you mm -hmm. didn't have that looming obligation to pay back an amount uh, like an immense amount of money like that's one of the ongoing <laughs> things is they, they raise requirements to be like college grads for things that aren't really even college grad related things just to yeah. filter people but then they're like why do all these people keep leaving after like less than a year and it's like because they found another opportunity and they're running away because you are not a, 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 an actual suitable job uh, that you're literally just better than nothing. Yeah. And like, I, I felt yeah. bad for my coworker that I was in the same position as me because he trained me on how to do my job and he was going to have to train my replacement because I was like, it was like a race of who leaves first. Because whoever oh, leaves first, oh no. the other person has to train their replacement for the next like generation or whatever. Because like people keep coming to the position and getting trained by the other person in that position <laughs> on how to do that job. <laughs> it's like the worst game of telephone where yeah. someone comes in, learns something kind of quickly, and then the other person that taught them just bounces. And yep. then it's like, here's their replacement. Teach them what they taught you. And it's like, uh... <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like, That's, why do we have, keep having to put all these resources towards training people? Because you don't have a job people want to keep. Same thing that the same problem Best Buy had actually when I was there. Like Best Buy's it's a little different though. Best like Buy's turnover, turnover rate, rate is amazing. It's huge. yeah, but they're what they're training. The training program is like watching uh, what sixty oh, yeah. minutes of videos. I don't know what like, it's like at other jobs or whatever because I haven't had a lot of. I've never. I haven't, that's my only retail job so far. <laughs> 
but they're all like that by the way yeah that one in particular though like they don't even finish training you and then they'll keep asking you like to go to departments they never train you on and then you'll be like you haven't trained me on that and then they'll just still not train you on it forever <laughs> like i i worked there for a year and a half and never learned how the car radios department worked and i think they just wanted me, me to be like self-motivated and like figure it out on my own or something but it's like yeah I, i'm not gonna dedicate my free time to the job that doesn't really even pay me you know i like i when i was going in i was telling you i'm doing this in parallel with college like that's i'm not gonna do homework for best buy too <laughs> i think the weirdest thing about the, i think the thing for me that's the weirdest about this town is i was there for that best buy i was there on launch day i was one of the first employees at that store um and it's weird to think about because then you went and eventually worked there and now uh Another friend that I know is working there. Also, uh, while I was there, during that Christmas rush, uh, Max was a temp there. So, like, everyone kind of cycles through. It's because every Every, vaguely nerdy person is thinking, like, I'll I'll work at the tech retail store specifically. As opposed to, like, I don't know, Staples, which might be a better job for all I know than Best It's not. Is it not? (laughs) Do you know somebody who worked at Staples? I almost did. I'm probably going to go there soon. Because uh, uh, yeah, I, they work on. I need to pick up moving commission. boxes. Oh, they work oh, on commission. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, it's really weird. Um, yeah, and it, there's oh, like boy. a weekly. There's a weekly. Uh, uh, what's the word? Um, goal. Like you need to achieve a certain amount per like, week. Like Best and, Buy. Yeah, Best that's Buy why has I didn't quotas when the entirety of a quote of what happens at Best Buy basically determines on like whether or not people come in that day. Yeah. Which isn't something we control. And yeah, they they made you memorize the num- the sales numbers and shrink numbers over the course of the day, every X number of hours intervals, they'd put out the numbers again and they'd put these sheets in the departments and you were actually supposed to be aware of them as if yeah. that would like I'm going to concentrate on, like, more TV-wanting people just to walk in today. Like, what? And they'd, like, write you up if you weren't keeping up with that stuff as if that helps you be a better employee somehow. And it's like, I'm... You're just taking time away from me doing anything else. Like, this is a weird waste of time. Yeah, I remember I worked at... um, I worked a lot of retail jobs. I... When I worked at Walgreens, they had a... uh, They had, like items in the cat that by the cash register and you had to up you had to sell them basically um i'm so glad that's f- literally never happened to me at a walgreens no, it, that's no. because they removed it oh because uh i remember that i was doing it um i was at a cash register and i had to it's a quota you had to literally sell a certain amount of that item per week Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of the items you didn't you didn't choose what the items were. The comp the corporate did. So they would be something like a toothbrush, and you'd be like, "So I have to sell a certain amount of toothbrushes to people per week. How often do you think people need toothbrushes? Like, do you how many people do you think come into Walgreens in a small town that don't have a toothbrush? Like, <laughs> that's a really odd. Um, but I remember getting it's a, written it's up a for weird it. purchasing choice. Like yeah, a weird, remember, like there's a backstory to that purchasing choice that's really confusing. Yeah, and it would be weird as stuff too. Like sometimes it'd be candy, which is fine. It's easier to sell. You know, you say like, "Hey, do you want a chocolate bar? You look kind of hungry, you skinny fuck." 
And then people would be like, well, maybe I do. But, you know, like a toothbrush is hard to be like, man, your teeth look like shit. You should get a toothbrush. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You, you know why people, you know why all the candy constantly sells at the aisle? Hmm. Admittedly, part of it's me. But on a regular basis, it's the children that just are going to yell at their parents until they buy them. That's why they stock yeah. so much like candy and stuff like that in the aisle. And I've seen that at Walgreens plenty is the upsell oh, yeah. via children, <laughs> like just put stuff the kids want, like fidget spinners and yeah, chocolate it's... bars or whatever is uh, hot that time. And they'll like that's how that's how I'd get my mom to buy Pokemon cards when I was like seven is we'd be at because they had the Pokemon cards at the register at the 7-Eleven because they knew yeah, they would. They knew oh, that the well. kids would see it at high, like eye level and be like, mommy, yeah. mommy, I want the Zapdos. And then upsell and like they only they only came in for a coffee and now they're paying five times as much because they're goddamn kid because they had to leave the kid because they didn't want to leave them in the car because you don't leave kids in cars and now you're paying ten dollars for pokemon cards <laughs> yeah the it's the retail is probably one of the worst industries. types of jobs <laughs> yeah one of the worst industries aside from fast food and you um, learn real hard not like whenever you make the mistake of actually doing what they want you to do you learn really hard that, that it was a mistake the moment it yeah. actually happens. Like, I'd half-heartedly be like, oh, you want a Best Buy credit card? And, like, move on as fast as possible as if I didn't say it. Uh, but the one time someone said yes, I was there for a full hour after my shift was over when the store yeah. was closing to the point where other people were glaring at me because I wasn't helping with the closing of the store, but I was still there with the customer going through the credit card application process with doing that in store, which is miserable. All just to have them to be declined ultimately. And they, by the end anyway, and I'm like, I, yeah. I, I, I'm never offering people stuff ever again. It's, it, uh, I would say retail is one of the most baffling uh, it's one of the most baffling businesses that continue to exist with how poor the management is. Yeah. It's it, it you, if you work a retail job, the first thing you will ever think about when you get to a certain point is how, how do people run these things? Mm -hmm. Like how do people get hired to run these? Because they're not doing it. They're like literally not doing their job. And it's it never changes, but it never gets them shut down somehow. Like that's why still exist, even though it's, probably one of the most poorly run companies internally i've ever seen and and the people um, at the bottom pay for it like all the it's like a lot of the video yeah. game stuff where like it'll be like there'll be loot boxes or costume dlcs or weird choices that like the developer themselves didn't make but they were forced to do those things by people above them that just made those kinds of calls on on their behalf and they just have to deal with that now uh there's so much of that in retail where just like your goddamn boss will just decide this is how things are going to go like you're going to yeah. deal with this stuff and they're not on the sales floor they don't have to deal with how absurd this stuff is in practice or they don't fully respect the hoop the uh the hoops they're making their entire company jump through on a regular basis they're just like I don't know. I made a call and I probably got a raise for having an idea basically. And like, that's how their corporate culture works in a completely different yeah. building on a different part of the country. It's like how, uh, at best by the entire sales strategy of how to interact with customers would change every six months leading to the retraining of the entire workforce, like that kind of stuff leading yeah. to really stupid things like the 180 pass by that I think I've told you about before where you were supposed to like yeah, yeah. walk past somebody kind of enter what they even called like their personal space bubble when you're going by 
like instead of walking straight into them like a creeper you walk right past them then turn around and then you try to act like you noticed something about their clothing that's like interesting and you try to break into a conversation that you then segue to try to, to do sales and i'm like oh fuck yeah. oh fuck it's like it's like trying to make me be the kind of let's player I don't want to be, but for being the kind of salesperson I want to be, don't want to be. You know what I mean? Like when people are like, uh, it, you're not happy enough all the time. Why aren't you like this insufferable YouTuber they cite that I won't name now? Because there's just so many examples of them, but they will. I was going to say, which, they'll always which cite, one do you they'll, want? They'll always cite a specific person, and then I'll go to their channel. I'm like, oh, no. Is my is usually my reaction to their behavior, and like that'd be my reaction every time Best Buy tried to retrain us on how to interact with humans. Is yeah. I had to be an insufferable nightmare person, and then I would then I would pass the training and crap with flying colors, then never use any of it. I would completely disregard it, uh, and I'd be called uh, I'd I'd be clearly regarded be regarded as like a low level employee that's doing bad at their job. But I didn't yeah. want to hate myself every day for a job that would give me like four hours a week. Yeah, it's it, that's one of the also things that I hate about uh, like retail or uh, fast food or like I guess service industry, customer service industry is, is that, that you they don't have, have real shifts. You don't have real shifts. It's nope. always swing shifts. And it sucks because you never know. You wake up, especially because there's no rules about how schedules are given to you. Like they, nope. they could just give you a schedule at the end of the week. And then you look at that schedule midway through the week and it's changed. And it's like, you yep. didn't tell me this. And this could potentially cause me to lose my job. And you're like, just purposely not you can also have like 20 me. hours one week and then like zero hours the next week then four and a half hours the next week and it's like it, there's no consistency the, yeah. in, the income stuff there but also like yeah i had an example of that happen where they just added a shift and i'm like i that's too bad because <laughs> yeah it was double it was double stupid one they added a shift after the shift was already announced so like i'm like first of all at that time in best buy there was no online way of looking up your shifts you had to go into the yeah. store which you had to go into the store you're not going to check every fucking day like going into the store you, you work at when you're not even working just you're to, supposed to call just to see the shifts and crap like that they should call you when they change your shifts <laughs> that'd be the no, same thing it's not to their do. responsibility you just get called when you're not when you don't show up for the shift they didn't tell you you had uh, yeah. which is insane uh no i was at i was in vegas because i had re mm. I'd, not only was it i not have this time scheduled there when i checked like a week ago but two months ago i had requested that specific time frame of not getting shifts and was approved so they did a double dose of like one they uh they scheduled me with surprise shift probably because somebody requested time off or something happened or somebody yeah. didn't something happened and they just gave me a shift and didn't tell me about it but also they did it despite what must have been a flag somewhere saying this is already approved time off anyway it's like, supposed to it's such a uh, shit show yeah, when you look at your schedule, it's supposed to say, like, holiday or vacation over the days that you yeah. requested off. But the issue that Best Buy has, or most retail, is that if you take time off and you're not scheduled anyways, they won't say, they won't put on their holiday. So, like, say you have a more consistent time. Like, Keith generally always works on Wednesdays. No matter what, he always gets a Wednesday shift. Yeah. Then it will say holiday for you because it's like that's the shift most people know you'll be there for. You've taken a holiday on that. But if it's like time where it's all open, they'll just kind of leave it 
open. <laughs> They'll just and try to remember not to schedule there and then to do it and then do it yeah. anyway. Because again, because it's poor management. Yeah, like there's no systems in place to make sure these people are trained to be proper managers, and instead they just spend all of their resources and money training employees that just turn over quickly. It's weird. Um, but yeah, that's, that's retail. That's, uh, yeah, we I, didn't come to make a podcast about retail, did we? <laughs> but we did anyway. That's all over a podcast though. Just, we start and then something happens. <laughs> Are my devil man upside? They're not upside down. No, they're not. My, why would you? They look normal for you, huh? Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's my, is this mirrored? It might be mirrored. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is mirrored. I just I had to think I had to think about it, like how the world works. Yeah. I had to think about like, yeah, that door is on my left, and in the webcam, it's on my left. But that's not how yeah. that's not how that works. <laughs> this is this is my right. Yeah. Or this is my left. This is my right. Yeah. Whereas yeah. this is my left, and in the webcam, it is left. Yeah. Am I putting left on your screen? Or right? No, you're pointing right. On my screen, I'm pointing left. That's why it's confusing. Okay. Yeah. This is mirrored, but just for me. Yes. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> well, now they know wh uh, whose perspective is being shown on the recording. <laughs> not mine. Why would I edit it's, that part? That seems unnecessary. It's uh, never mine. Yeah. It's never my perspective. <laughs> An answer it's story. Perspective. <laughs> oh, boy. Do you want to regale us with any stories from? Oh God, I have so many. The land. Um, <laughs> I couldn't the, think. Of, yeah, the, I couldn't think of the right. Dubai. I almost said the motherland, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. That's so. I'm just like uh, the land. Motherland is Russia. Fatherland is Germany. What? And <laughs> yeah, uh, Russia is the motherland. Uh, Germany is the fatherland, I'm, and then Australia is Australia is the land down under. I was, I'm Googling it because I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Go for it. Because I think, uh, no, the motherland's just the country your ancestors were born in. It's just what? a, yeah, it's just a particular piece of uh, slang or stereotype or joke is the one, is that it's a phrase you'll hear in like Russian stereotypes and whatnot, but it's just, uh, it's just a universal meaning. It doesn't refer to a specific country. Okay. I thought, oh, yeah, I've only ever heard Russians use it. So I've, yeah. I've never. How many no Russians, ever says, though? Cartoon Russians or real Russians? I mean, I well, given where I live, mostly cartoon Russians. <laughs> like, Fun. But, I just opened my email to find out that every episode of Outlast is claimed. Now. Hey, you have tools for that, though. <laughs> yeah, I got the uh, access to the feature where I can claim other people's videos. Uh, like all of mine. <laughs> actually, I don't think I can claim other people's videos. I think I can just see which ones. I don't, I don't think I can do monetization claims. I think I can just send a takedown request is the most I have right now. Oh, okay. That and makes sense. so I had the option to take down request a lot of your videos and a lot of birds yeah. videos and so on. But it's uh, weird and Colonel RPG's of... videos because they're just copies think... of the podcast. Yeah, it's copies of the podcast. Yeah. And uh, shared Let's Plays and whatnot. But also, yeah. I discovered that there was an entire channel whose that was called Legend of Grimrock. That and all they did was re-upload my entire Legend of Grimrock series out of order, with no thumbnails. And they and even though it was like, 
it was like Legend of Grimrock Annex or whatever the hell, like some kind of Codex Central like shared thing. It was the mm-hmm. like, the premise of the name, but they didn't even cover the first game, or they didn't even rip off other people's Let's Plays of Grimrock Two to be like a database or anything. They were like a really, really low aspiration like content thief. That's weird. And how pointless how is it to steal content from another channel on the same website? So like, yeah. it's not even like you're like, look at this new gathering of place. I put it on Tumblr or whatever the hell. They're just like, here it is on the same website where the already more popular exact copy of that video already exists. Yeah, it's weird specifically too because it's like you have to think about how much time was dedicated to downloading and then re-uploading all of those videos. Yeah, not much. Only... F- no, but I mean, you do all that. There's, and then, there's websites you can use to just rip videos off YouTube. <clears throat> I know, because sure. that's, that's how a lot of us edit v- uh, videos that feature any kind of content that isn't from our own video. That's how, uh, yeah, it's that's how a lot of... stealing. Fair use. I can't, you. I can't refine the feature. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> I'm looking for the feature and I can't find it. <laughs> I'm trying to think uh, any interesting stories. There's so there's a lot of them, but not a lot at the same time. Um, you could tell I, us about your 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 journeys at hostels. Uh, yeah, so I stayed at two major hostels the entire time I was there. The rest of the time, I was fortunate enough to bounce between uh, hotel apartments or Airbnbs. Um, with the first hostel I stayed at, or no, I'm sorry, I stayed at three hostels in total. So the first hostel I stayed at was in a, um, not a bad part of town, but not a great part of town. Uh, it was, it was, um, it was an area that used to, it's almost like when you go to a, uh, you go to a part of town that you could tell used to be a really busy, really wealthy, really uh, like happening part of town, and then something happened, and that's not that anymore. Like all, there's a lot of hotels and a lot of apartments and a lot of other things, but they haven't been upkept as well as they should be for the area they're in because it looks like money has run out of that area. Any case. Um, it was the the hostel was set up so that there were um, two, four, six. So uh, yeah, so there were six beds in one room, and uh, the six beds had um, they were just bunk beds basically. So it was just six six bunk or uh, three bunk beds, six people in them, and a um, room per room. And the only sense of privacy you had was, like, closing a curtain over, like, the bed. You could just kind of move a curtain, and then, there you go. Congrats. You're you have private a, a now. room. A room. <laughs> I um, like the, uh, the mechanical explanation of how hostels work in suburbia. <laughs> yeah, they were not. Uh, <laughs> they were literally... They were ranked as below the starter tile for housing <laughs> in the game. <laughs> You're like, oh, free. No. They they were, were, it's free. free. You get free hostels in suburbia. That's unfortunate. <laughs> but the, um, yeah, so the first place I say that it was all right. I met a couple of people that were not too bad. Um, I met uh, the only downside, I think, of that hostel uh, beyond the fact that I hated every second of the people snoring in it. Um, every night for a whole week was the um, 
the idea that my place or the room that I was staying in was right next to the main dining hall area. So that's where everyone in the hostel would go to eat food. So at five in the morning, you would hear them making the breakfast for everybody. And then about like, like six or seven, you would start hearing people come in. So if you weren't ready to wake up at those times, too bad. It Mm -hmm. was time to wake up. Uh, I think there I met, um, I met one Pakistani guy who had just gotten a job and I met two German girls who were on like a vacation. So they were stopping by in Dubai and then they're going to like Singapore and some other places and all the way to Australia and then back to Germany. Um, yeah, so I met them there. I also met, uh, I think my last night there, I met a Australian guy. He was an Australian musician and he had quite, he was quite the bard. He had quite a tale to tell. Did he have have uh, instruments with him at the hospital? He he did not, unfortunately. He (laughs) was was there. It almost seems risky. That would be amazing. I would have asked (laughs) him to actually be a bard. But um, no, he was there because someone offered us, an old time buddy of his was offering him a job at a uh, hotel to play in a band because he is a a musician. um, He was telling me about how his life was filled with uh, a lot of just risks and just doing things where he would just leave and try out a job someone offered him and see where it went. He spent like, I think he said he spent four years working for the mob in America as a musician for one of their casinos that they owned. Um, He then traveled over to like some kind of European country. I think it was either Georgia or I think it was Georgia actually. And he worked for not a mob, uh, he worked for a, I guess, a gang? I don't really know. I, I, it's really hard to figure out how to, He basically said they were just people who'd go around killing other people. Uh, Fun. Yeah. So he played music for them in a hotel uh, for a while. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and he just basically said, like, I just bounce around, play music at places, get either shot at or chased out of the country, and then just carry on. And I was like, this is... <laughs> Oh, weird. But you have to imagine it's all in an Australian accent, so it's even better. So it's believable. <laughs> yeah, it's believable. Uh, Whenever it's, I hear stories very... about that, I always wonder because, like, do you, you hit like a, a, a like a interesting story limit where, like, once it reaches a certain tipping point, you're like, okay, this is too many interesting stories. Now your life's not real. Like I that think kind it's... of thing. I think it's the actions that transpire. Like yeah. him saying, I played music at a casino that the mob owned, binoculus. Saying, I was, you know, like I played at a casino a mob owned and I got into a gunfight and survived. That seems a little <laughs> dubious. Like, I think it's the fact that he never said, like, I got into a fight or I did, you know, like I held yeah. my own in a gunfight. Like, he was just, no, I just played guitar, and sometimes people shot at each other. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, I, I just think of, like, uh, we were on geology trips at one point, and we had, like, it would just be a series of people in a van, and one person driving that's usually, like, one of the TAs from the previous years and stuff like that. We're going on, like, they're, like, they're basically, like, camping trips and whatnot, where we'd go yeah. look at things and do It's whatever. like a field trip. Yeah. Uh, multi-day big things. Uh Yeah. We had this one driver, and she 
just kept telling stories the entire drive, like for hours. Like stories about her. But yeah, like so, uh, some of them would be like uh, okay. hang, like things like hang out with Dave Grohl or stuff like that, and then other things like her grandmother and the Sicilian mafia and stuff like that. And like you hit a tipping point where eventually, like my, myself and the other front seat passenger were just sort of looking at each other, like. <laughs> like who is because, this? like the, is this the list person? of stories got so absurd and long that at some point it was like what the this that we, we like eventually you just start reaching a li- like any individual story you're like okay sure people have interesting lives hopefully uh but then there's like a cap where you're like eventually okay i don't think any of this is remotely re- true and she's just talking at her ass we kind of got our answer eventually which is that eventually uh, she faked cancer to, to get around a school schedule. <laughs> fake she like, cancer. She liked fake having cancer to get around a particular, like, I think it had to do with, like, I don't know if she was trying to delay or get a free pass or something on her, like, finals or some project or something. She There was some sort of college-related problem she was trying to solve by faking having cancer. Uh, and when they okay. found out about it, uh, that she was forced... She was, uh, she was demoted. And that, the, and that basically the best she could get was, like, a Bachelor of Arts in Earth Sciences. What? It's like, oh shit, because because uh, we were in geology and there was a, yeah. there's already a dichotomy of like or BA or BS of of uh, geology, and the uh-huh. the primary deciding factor was whether or not you went on that one multi that month long trip I left on in like 2012 yeah. or whatever. Where I was just like, bye, Andrew. Hope you can edit that one. Uh, highlights real. I believe in I you. Couldn't. You had my computer <laughs> for a month. Uh, uh, when I left for that. Uh, that was basically how you get the BS in geology, and if you don't yeah. go on that trip, if you don't, which is a course of itself, uh, that is a that is like the course that makes it a, B, a bachelor of science. Without that, you get a bachelor of arts in geology. But like even lower than that would be getting demoted to getting a a, a bachelor of arts in earth sciences after doing most of a geology degree <laughs> because they're like, yeah, no, you're out, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, that seems. I I mean, for me, yeah, for me, it's always the. Uh, I always go based on actions. So whatever people do in mm-hmm. the stories they tell always dictates to me how real they are. Like the more ludicrous or lavish their um, their experience, I guess you could call it, is the more unbelievable it is. So as long as so, they're like the, as long as they're the POV character from Great Gatsby, basically. Yeah, kind of. Like, does nothing can, the entire book, but but watch as the, yeah. the story happens. Yeah, like I can believe somebody being a witness to something. I can't believe someone taking part in something without like details matching. And then I up. slayed the dragon. Yeah, you know those kind of things. But so I left. I left that ho- hostel after meeting the Australian guy, um, and I went to his uh, another hostel, which was in the same building, but. A few floors up. There's a. It was just a separate organization, basically. It's a separate company. How does separate hostel work? Like you, you have to check into it or something, right? Or you just walk, like yeah. I so it's not just an open door, like the equivalent of like a public bathroom at a park, but for sleeping in. Like no, <laughs> there's like it's a process, a, you, right? Yeah, you have to book in advance. Um, it's more like a cheap hotel rather than a motel. 
Yeah. Like a motel, you can just show up and be like, give me a room. And they're like, yeah, we've got like 20 of them. Yeah. But they just give uh, you the key on the spot and you walk into one. Yeah. A hostel is not, well, a hostel in Dubai is not like that, I should say. Yeah. Um, uh, you, you need to make a book in advance. How it works is very shady. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think it, do you, I think do it's you legal pay for a hostel or are they government yes. subsidized no, or is that vary or that. does it vary by country? I wonder that varies by country. Cause I think, um, I think I've heard of German hostels being like a government subsidized thing. That's just like temporary housing location sort of. E- some places do it because it boosts tourism and economy, so it makes sense to like to state fund hostels where people yeah. can stay for. Oh, but I might have been cheap. thinking of a youth hostel, where it's specifically yes. called a youth hostel, which probably yeah. means there's an age uh, limit, but it helps people that are in trouble or something. I think the idea is that it's for uh, it's for younger people traveling, so that way they don't have as much money. And it can be helpful for people that are usually moving from a country to a new country to try to gain work or employment or something of the sort. And a youth hostel is kind of like a dorm where it's just a nice way to, you know, you don't really care about your living conditions. You just need a place to live. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas a hostel hostel is usually for adults. So in theory, they can pay for it. Um, any case, this the way the hostels work in Dubai is that if it's in an apartment complex, they basically rent out the entire floor of an apartment, um, and then they just stuff uh, bunk beds into every available space in those apartment buildings, um, which is great. Uh, it's fantastic. The um, so the second place I stayed at was a they called itself a capsule hostel. Which means it was the exact same setup as the first one, but a little bit more fancier. So instead of them being just regular oh, bunk beds, I thought it was going to be way worse. Oh no no no! Uh, it was well, yes and no. Because I'm thinking of like um, Japan's like coffin hotels or whatever, where you're like you just get on the slab and you just get rolled into the like you're like corpses and in a morgue, yeah. but that's where you're sleeping. Like those kinds of terrifying areas so, in Japan. Kind of. <laughs> um, instead of it being as terrifying, it's uh, it's more just cheap and pathetic. Um, the idea is that instead of it being just a bunk bed, bunk bed, it's, a it's a custom built bunk bed made of wood. And then you have, uh, like a, Oh, do you have a door on the bunk bed? Is that what it is? Yeah. So they're just, well, it's not a door, but it has like blind covers. So instead of the, the sheets, it has an actual blind you roll down and then it closes. Yeah. I'm thinking of like, did you see maniac? Um, No. Oh, cause I think they sleep in that kind of thing where they have, they have like, sectioned off chunks but they're basically just a uh, claustrophobic bed situation still yeah basically like that um it wasn't too bad because it had a light and an outlet Mm -hmm. uh, so i can plug something in there and i had like a light i can turn on so it wasn't too bad um i'm thinking but it's like the sleeping quarters you see in a lot of like sci-fi and like and also in like prey moon crash and a bunch of other things where they're like there's a the kind of bed area where they'll have like a framed picture on one end by, by like their feet or something and like some other things going oh you played prey where they yeah, had that I played of, they had the, yeah they had those like stacked capsule yeah. sleeping areas yeah it's basically like that yeah um i will say like the the it, again it suffered from the same issue which was snoring? a lot of a lot of snoring um and uh the lights 
like it's not like a regular place where you just turn off the lights at night and go like all right time to go to bed everyone you know are there just like, always it, kind of lights there's just kind of always lights or sometimes there's not uh it just depends on if someone hits the switch or not and if everyone just agrees that it should be off um i always went to bed with the lights on and it took me a while to fall asleep because of snoring and lights and then when yeah. i finally it did fall asleep. Uh, I would end up usually waking up either from the snoring or because someone turned the AC really low and it was killing me. Um, I, I am not ready for sleeping with other people dealing, like making a mess of that sleeping process. Yeah. Like, yeah. And like, you know, again, this, this is not, this is also including like you have to share a bathroom. Mm-hmm. So you're sharing a bathroom between what that hostel had two, four, six, eight, people in it i imagine uh, it's a bathroom where you mostly just want to clean it by just pointing a hose at it <laughs> that's kind of what they do uh someone goes in there every day and cleans it at least but it's like you walk in there and you're still kind of like okay great another thing uh that was great also about that specific hostel is that it had no shower curtain so you just could be in the shower and surprise the whole bathroom's covered in water because you're standing there, and the moment you turn your back, could the you water lock, hits you, your back. Could you lock just, the door, or would people just come in while you're in the shower? No, you could. You could lock the door. <laughs> okay. Um, so the one, so that one, I have actually a fun story uh, because I, I mostly didn't. I mostly kept to myself in that one because mm-hmm. uh, everyone there was kind of crap. But um, these two Polish girls showed up. And I don't, I think they just kind of showed up in a rush where they just booked a hostel, didn't really think much about it and went. And so I was staying in a mixed, uh, area. Did you notice that as a trend, the idea of like guys traveling on their own, but all the women traveling in pairs? They do that because they're scared yeah. of being attacked. Right. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah, I was noticing yeah. you've, 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 over the course of the months, every time you mentioned anyone that was female, there was always a pair. Yes, uh, it, was a, it was the German. It was the two German girls or the two Polish girls or something like that each time. Yeah, like there's a yeah, very, it's a very clear they... practice there. No, he's gone again. Any case, so with the uh, with the hostel, so I was, so they showed up. So the Polish girls show up. Uh, they stay in the same area, mixed dorms. Um, and I have a casual, I basically have like one conversation with them once, which was basically explaining to them how to get to a certain location, uh, basically how to get to the metro station from where we were. Um, and, and then I think it was uh, the one night before their last night there, uh, I was sitting in bed, I think, reading. I think I was reading a book. And it was about, God, I want to say it was like midnight, one in the morning. And they kept, they were both sitting in one of the girls' bunks and they were like giggling and laughing and just having a hell of a time. And um, everyone else was basically asleep at this point, except for me and them. And so uh, I had my did you Did you feel like you were somehow the one person that couldn't adapt to sleeping in a hostel? And like, why is everyone everyone else able to do this? Yeah, everyone else (laughs) just was like on on command, just out. I was sitting there like, this is not this is not humanely acceptable. This is literally a a work camp. There's noise and light everywhere. How are you doing this? 
Yeah, but um, so I was sitting there still awake, obviously, and one of them, uh, they both come out of the bed uh, or come out of the capsule pod. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Uh, They both come out of the bunk, basically, uh, laughing, giggling. One of them's about to go have a cigarette, and um, they look at me, and she, like, goes back into the bed, grabs a cup, and goes, like, drink this. And I was like, uh, <laughs> and I, was like I, I make a habit of usually not like, taking drinks from strangers, but I felt it was not too dangerous. So, um, I don't know I took about a, that. <laughs> I mean, I'm in a hostel. The worst case happens is I die, which, you know, maybe it, That's at least like often the worst case scenario. Yes. In many situations, yeah, but at least I'm asleep. So uh, <laughs> at least I'll die of the drugs in my sleep. <laughs> yes. So I, I take a drink. The first thing I realize is, oh, this is alcohol. The second thing I realize is, oh, they put alcohol in a sugar-free drink. This was literally the worst idea possible. There's nothing more worse than you look at it and you go, I don't know what this is. It's just a clear substance. It could literally be vodka. It could literally be Sprite. It could be anything. It could just be water. I have no idea what this is. You take a swig and you go, hmm, that is kind of a kick to it. Must be alcohol. And then the aftertaste of no sugar kicks in. You go, oh, it's also sugar-free. Ew. Why? It's amazing <laughs> the idea of putting it in a sugar-free drink somehow will create even more additional bad aftertaste than already exists in the drink yes. that it was that you're trying to get in the first place. The first thing I did, I took, I'll I took take, like a, I'll straight up take water over any sugar-free drink because it'll, it like yes. has a shitty lingering thing. That's like, why did you do this to yourself? Yes. I and I don't, it's not even just the absence of sugar makes it taste bad. It's because the sugar coats the inherent garbageness taste of the syrup that's put into those drinks. Yeah. And it's, so I take a, I take like a moderate, like basically kind of like a shot of it basically. Taste the aftertaste and go, did you put this in sugar-free drink? And they were like, yeah, it's, you know, they it's uh, less calories. Less calories. Like, it's less calories said, if you don't put anything in it. <laughs> said, the first thing I said was, you do realize the calories are made up. Uh, the, like the calories you lost from the drink are reacquired because of the alcohol, right? <laughs> like that's kind of how this works like and and they're like well but you don't have the extra cows at that point it doesn't matter because you, you you're just at the neutral you basically just drank a sprite but now you're getting drunk off of it like the calories haven't changed it's like t- it's like eating a diet donut like just, yeah just embrace the vice or don't do the vice and just exactly like fully enjoy the thing and then skip back and forth like pick one yeah so I'm now in a position where I've drank a, a sip of this and it would be a waste to get, you know, to just not drink it. And I'm obviously not going to pour it back into a bottle. So I finished the, the glass that they gave me, um, which was far more than they should have put in. They basically normally when you're, I don't have a glass with me. Normally when you're making a drink, like say this is your glass, you normally put like that much alcohol in and the rest of it is just the drink. That's, yeah. you know, like Jack and Coke. They were like, put half and half. And I was like, that's not how you make those kind of not drinks. the ratio. Yeah, that's not an okay ratio. So I drink it assuming that they're humans who make human drinks and not Europeans like who make monster drinks. What's, and I'm trying to think of any version where that's an acceptable ratio. 
Maybe mimosa? you're a... <laughs> Because it's just champagne? I mean, maybe if you're a housewife, Like, definitely sure. not any liquor. Like, yeah, that's just it's... Like, that's just, that's a trap. <laughs> it's really weird. But anyways, I, it was too late. I didn't learn about that mistake until after I finished it and was like, I'm really feeling this hard. Did you, like, do the ratio wrong? But, like, it's half and half. It's, it's fucking not, it's not coffee. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh-oh, I'm gonna get really drunk in, like, five minutes. This is gonna suck. And, um... So we went you already had, had noise and light, but what if it's also spinning? Yeah. So we went out and had a cigarette, basically talked for like until four in the morning, I think it was. Yeah. Until four in the morning. Uh, and basically we became friends. The, um, they All just you had told to do me was do the trust fall exercise of, of, of drinking a mysterious half drink. And a half mystery drink. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So I ended up, uh, uh, they were going on, they were on their way to, they traveled to Dubai and then they were going to go to the country next door, which is Oman. Um, and then they were going to come back to Dubai and then go back to the UK. So, um, so then I was, uh, so back then the they UK. were, yeah, they're Poland. Well, the way they described it was Poland is shit and the economy is shit and it's much better to live in the UK and make money and live there than it is to live in shit Poland is basically how they described it to me almost word for word. (laughs) (laughs) So I I was pretty convinced that Poland was apparently not a great place to uh, make a living. So um, yeah, so they lived in the UK Uh, and both of them were going to college there. I think I want to say, God, that was the one thing I hated about being in Dubai was that almost every person I met was always like in their early or mid twenties. And I'm like, Hey, you're you're everyone's old man now. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like the old man. I show up and it's like, I'm almost 30. And everybody's like, I'm 22. And I'm like, I hate you. Just (laughs) just take that youth and die on it. Like, how dare you? (laughs) Just rewind back to all those years. Yeah, that's like the age. You, that's like the age you were telling the geese story in that podcast. Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. I was. I think that was. 20, that's how long ago that was. Twenty-two. Yeah. <laughs> the um. Yeah, I, that's what I was doing with my life. I was uh, being attacked by geese, and uh, <laughs> these people were in a new country traveling. That's a disparaging difference between my life. But um, they leave. I end up leaving the hostel a couple of days after that, never making any other acquaintances with anybody else. Um, and then actually they ended up staying, I ended up getting an Airbnb later and they ended up, when they came back to Dubai, they ended up staying at my Airbnb and we ended up going to a butterfly garden and a garden garden, uh, um, gardening garden. Yeah. It's just like a garden that had like, uh, to- Topiary? Topiary is the word? Right? Is the when you make sure. uh, designs out of bushes? I think it's called topiary. Let's learn something. Yep. That's yeah. exactly what it is. I know guard. I know landscape words. Yeah. The, um, so it's, yeah, it's an entire place of topiary and a lot of uh, really nice flowers and crap. Um, the heart of artificiality. Then, just like the rest of the city you were staying in, basically. 
Welcome to, yeah, Middle East, <laughs> artificiality. The, uh, the artificial lake and the artificial, like, weird peninsula sand neighborhoods and everything. Yeah. Like, everyone, everything living, in, everyone living in the water, basically. Terrifying. Uh, ah. They're like, sea levels are rising. What if we built all of our houses on sea level? What if we bought, built them on sea level in the ocean? Like, we just go out uh, past the coastline into the actual area where we're surrounded in every direction by water, and then built our houses on sea level. You should see, uh, <laughs> they, they built literally islands. They made islands that aren't connected to each other, and they called them the World Islands, because they built it in the shape of the continents it doesn't look like it but if you go on google maps it kind of looks like the continents any case it doesn't even uh, matter how good those houses are i'd be terrified every day living there yeah it's not a ideal thing and it uh it does yeah water's really heavy it's what one every metric ton uh once it's like one cubic meter is a ton yeah, I think so, yeah. So, like, imagine any wave ever hitting that house in the lifespan of a house existing. And you're like, I don't know if it lives. <laughs> like, yeah. It's... It might only take one. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> That's several tons of water crashing the side of your house. Like, I mean, that's like a car hitting As... your house? Yeah, I mean, as Japan has shown us over surviving so many tsunamis, it doesn't work. Like, you can't build a house and fight a wave. The wave will always win. <laughs> like, that's just the nature of nature. just a terrifying nature. visual. But, uh, yeah, anyways, it was, we went to, like, a couple of gardens, walked around for a bit, and then, um, and, yeah, then they went to the airport. But, um, I think that then the third hostel I stayed at was probably the worst hostel in all of them. Um, Would you call it the, the hostel one? I... I don't even know what I would call it. I would call it like. I'm just waiting for that pun to happen. I'm just. <laughs> I just want it. I. I would say it's a less dangerous. <laughs> Once you left that third hostel, did you say that you ceased all hostilities? <laughs> well, I mean, I flew back home, so yeah, I guess. Um, I would say the last hostel I stayed at was uh, a very, very, very non dangerous non-threatening version of a concentration camp um <laughs> baby's it, the, first concentration camp <laughs> yeah it's like it, it's like if it's like if uh there was a testing ground for a concentration camp where they're like we're not going to kill anybody we just want to see how miserable we can make the living conditions like that was I'm the, just imagining the equivalent of like when YouTube is all like, we're testing a new future, but we're just rolling out to a few people to see how it goes. And it's like the your videos, like thumbnails don't work on the entire website for you and stuff like that. But it's like, yeah, it's the Google concentration camp. We're just going to see how the test audience responds. Basically, I mean, the so there was no privacy available to the beds. Um, the, the first thing I noticed was that all of the bunk beds were basically Ikea bunk beds that they had bought that were uh wow you're at that point of your life you can't stop me i'm unstoppable i, I wish i could the um <laughs> the uh, you're at that point of your life <laughs> you're you're at the point of your life where you can you literally own the headbands that you can pull your hair back and it stays yeah like it actually works 
What does that like, mean? I can't, what does that even I can't mean? Do, I'm confused. I can't do that. If just, I did you that, you just mean the idea. It, you just mean hair length is what you mean? Yeah. 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 I'm in but the I mean, I'm in the shitty teenage years where I'm trying where I'm just trying out not cutting my hair for a while. But like <laughs> not, not cutting my hair for a while. Well, I just stopped cutting my hair. And but I can't ever tie it back because the front isn't long enough to actually reach the back. Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, have you tried tying a, it up? I'm not trying that. I mean, I could. I could try yeah. it, but I, it's really hard to do with a flipped camera. But, like, it doesn't reach the back. It's that long still. It's like it doesn't reach what? the back of my hair. So Your hair like... has the most weirdest growth, like, <laughs> layout. You can't. Because it's growing. It's always it's growing longer, like It's always longer way? than it looks. My yeah, hair is constantly it's like... longer than you think it is. But look at how, look at it. It's like you have... This spot of your hair, okay, so like, <laughs> so like this spot of your hair is like, it grows, it's almost a circle. Well, there, well you there's, have the, like there's a, the fact that I have like, what you would think was male pattern baldness if it wasn't for the fact that it's just stayed there forever. Yeah, that's, <laughs> because that's I had, the I, weird I, oh, part. It's always been, I, I don't have the the straight curve some people have, and I also don't yeah. have like the widow's peak some people have. Which is, I just I have, have this pattern. Basically. You have a crescent. You have yeah. a crescent moon that goes it like goes very high up One of the and then comes is back my down hair is sideways based on how it falls it might be like thick like wing of hair right here then like an empty spot in the middle then the rest of my hair where like it looks like I'm it yeah. looks like a weird like somebody like surprised me with a razor and got rid of a chunk of it or something it's that's what I'm saying it's like it, your hair grows in such a weird pattern cuz like the this no. this front lip crescent part internet will get so long but that's it's not insane. long long it's just to the He's like the, I don't know how to describe it, but like the rest of your hair is really long. I can't do it. It froze again. It's, oh, wait. it's really hard to mimic how his body's shaped. <laughs> hey, he's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but the uh, yeah, it's your hair just upsets me. It's just whatever the fuck length it is. I've literally never been happy with it <laughs> at any point in my life. I, I don't like seeing myself ever, ever. So it really sucks that I'm thinking of, like, what if I get a camera and, like, a desk and a green screen? Because, like, people ask, like, what do you think of media shit and whatever, especially when they see it? And I'm like, maybe I'll do a thing where I, like, talk about whatever. But I want to be, like, handhold flogging or whatever. And I don't really like yeah. the whole sitting, at a, sitting in a chair in an empty room aesthetic either for, like, the podcast or whatever. Like, that for, like, a person alone talking about thing. So like yeah. inherently, I want to like make it look less shitty. So I was like, maybe a green screen that I can replace with imagery of the thing I'm talking about and editing and whatnot, and sit at a table and shit. But I'm like, but I'd have to be in the videos, and I hate me. <laughs> I mean, I think have you have you tried going to an actual like a, a bona fide stylist? <laughs> have you tried that? Am I anime yet? <laughs> you're 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 doing something i don't i don't know what to say it's it's something oh you have you also have a comb (laughs) i don't mean feather but can i just like make it stick out what are you doing now you look like a freaking like like early 2000 justin bieber like what the hell are you doing i'm here to talk to you about my feelings and my pain this hair is way longer than it looks holy shit you are like it's, so it's surprising emo. me a little bit. I don't think I've gotten a haircut in 2018. 
<laughs> what? Like I think. Are you serious? I get made I get made fun of for bringing this up a lot, but I think, I think I had a haircut a couple weeks before the French restaurant incident, <laughs> where I met up with Bird, and that might have been the shortest my hair's been all year, and I don't remember if that was this year or not. I think that was this year. <laughs> I want to say it was. I. I've this had... almost looks better. <laughs> okay, you know what? Look, I'm gonna recommend. God, you do look like a high school person with the long hair. It, I would recommend just like going to a stylist and telling them, Fix I don't want to. I don't want to look like this, and they will do something to help you. It's because honestly, should I buy every... vests or jackets? How do I make this work? <laughs> I mean, you could go for the Marty McFly look. You're halfway there. The perfect but, jacket. Yeah, I, but I don't recommend it. Like, I think, I think you just no. One thing is, I need to buy a hair dryer. I do also have to buy a hair dryer because I'm yes. supposed to do my hair sideways, or I'm supposed to uh, comb it this way and make it look like I'm business professional. Try to do something with it. Yeah, I'm supposed to do like this, where I kind of look like... I Actually, no, I, you know what? I'm supposed I to do short, the... Uh... I haven't had short hair since last time I was... Uh... No, not last time, I guess, at this point, but it was when I was trying to get the Best Buy job. I kept trying to get jobs, and nobody was hiring me, and then I, I got a buzz cut, then went to the Best Buy interview, and I got that job. That's like, a weird ha-ha. The secret is to um... look... Well, it's because I always look like a weird mess. I'm a nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, I got the haircut that's similar to uh, Steve Rogers from uh, Captain America, the first movie. <laughs> Captain America, uh, the first movie. That's well. There's a lot of it's well. Captain it's American well known movies. title. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's extra funny because you're so close to its actual name. Every single word's right except the last one. <laughs> it's it actually wasn't? called Captain America, the first Avenger. <laughs> The first Avengers. That's right. the name. Of, oh, that's the no. name of the first Captain America movie. You're right. Okay, so I have the I have the same haircut that Steve Rogers has, uh, which is like part uh, combed to the side, yeah. basically. So when I have my hair actually done correctly, I look like the the before um, Super Serum Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. uh, which is a great feeling because maybe one day I too can have a very beautiful toned bod and. Um, can fit into my t-shirts, but the, um, yeah, I just get your haircut, man. You're hurting my feelings. One of my always problems is just the fact that whenever somebody, whenever that I get a hair product, I'm going to be like, eh, no, like a cat batting something away. They don't want like, cause I, I hate things in my hair. Okay. I don't so like I and so much of shorter hairstyles involves like doing shit in it and making it into shapes and I'm like yeah I hate this whereas long hair feels great uh, until I like look at it <laughs> there we go this is not helping your your every attempt you make just makes it worse <laughs> what, what is what is your goal now I can just hide my shame. No, nobody has to know what I look like if I don't go outside, especially if I don't make videos for thousands of people. I I feel like that's not a good way to live life. You ever think <laughs> like, there's like a weird different standard of like what's good for a streaming or YouTuber audience versus what's good for like walking outside? You ever get that feeling? 
I don't like know wizard. Like you, you know, like the wizard. Like, there's, like the whole weird, there's the whole weird trend of like like people like dying half their hair, what, like pink or something like that, like Markiplier and Jacksepticeye oh, and, and Aaron yeah. Hansen and stuff like that, or like. A lot of streamers have like a really distinctive appearance that yes. seems to be designed specifically towards being distinctive in the streams as opposed to like, this is good for all my life. Although dyed hair yeah, is really it's... common, like ninjas blue. And every time I hear about a new person that has millions of followers that have never heard of before, but is a big deal now, they always have like a colored, like colored hair or something. Yeah. It's like the trend. I I don't think I could do, go through with that. I don't think I have the um, uh, the confidence to say I can pull off a non natural hair color. Yeah, I don't have that kind of confidence. I I'm, I think I've had non natural hair color for one day via like a colored gel or something. Okay, as opposed to dyeing it. I had blonde hair uh, in elementary school. I yeah. I blonded my tips because everyone did it. Um, and I wanted to be cool. Uh, I knew one kid that blonded the whole top of his head and not, and not the rest. Yeah, that's that what a, I did. That was a real odd visual because he yeah. looked he looked like I don't know, like he had a lid. <laughs> he looked like he had a lid. I, you know what? Honestly, I think uh, I will say I think I have enough confidence in how I look now, like in terms of hair and face. That I don't feel the need to like dye purple and be like, yeah. like I don't feel the need to do that. Um, but it's, I think there's a lot of people who it speaks feel, to artificiality. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that feel they need to like, uh, stand out. Yeah, or it's or it's just like so much of the happiness is painted on for a lot of mm. youtubers and so on and so also they mask. paint on additional flair like they paint their 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 hair is purple and they're wearing a panda dimacura or something that's the wrong word that's the pillow right yeah what's the word of the one, the what's the onesie called there's another uh, there's, they, it also has kigurumi kigurumi he's got like, he's got a panda kigurumi and purple hair and like they just put a bunch of flair on to make up for any moments where they don't like smile and get loud enough and like that's just yeah. there's, there's it's all about being on all the time and that's also why they do the the a lot of them are like highlight reel editing channels is cuz that yeah. helps stick to that all the time and it's like that's the opposite of whatever this is <laughs> <laughs> whatever this is i i'm i'm somebody who uh, i can admit like being uh a lot of my channel was being angry all the time like that's the on switch is that i go every recording i go into it with a negative attitude on mm -hmm. all the time never noticed uh, <laughs> yeah no one no one ever seemed to the um and yeah it, it does get exhausting doing the facade for long enough especially when you're um when you're doing it in a sense of on top of other things, like it's easier to put on a facade if you're just sitting in a room and like if I'm watching a movie and going like this movie is shit. Like it's easy to do that, be a negative, you know, be a negative person by yourself. But when you have to play a game and also communicate to people and also like maintain other things, it becomes exhausting to be like, can I just not have one part of this experience not feel like actual work um and so there's all this yeah. crap just jammed in this closet why do you have so much shit 
Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy shit! Like it like balloons out. I will be honest with you. It is not a flattering look. Like <laughs> it's not making it better. But then now you know what? Now you look like that guy. That's. The Cuban guy, I think? Yeah, no, that joke's already been made. I wore th- I wore this at one point during a podcast or something. And so there's an there's an edited like meme image of me. No, no, I've seen it. With the red background and shit. But I'm saying now that your hair is actually really long, it it works. Like you actually do closer. now. Yeah, it looks a lot closer. Um, I don't know what the fuck the deal with this kind of hat is, because like this fucking thing like is down. <laughs> like it is in the way. <laughs> I would not hire you to drive my limo. Like, that is... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, mister. You want to buy the paper? (laughs) Come on, come on. Come on, buy the paper. (laughs) You, sir, you look like you need to keep up with the news. (laughs) When was the last time you even read? Can you read? Can you read? I don't think you can read. All right, on to the next customer. Oh, I lost a headphone. That's why you sound weird. Oh. I was like, like, what happened? (laughs) Getting back on track to the last hostel. The, <laughs> I the, forgot the, where we were. Yeah. So the first, the first night. So like I was saying, these beds are basically made of. They're just IKEA beds, but even cheaper. They're just metal poles stuck together, um, and there's no privacy. So there's no curtain um, that blocks your view from other people. Uh, there's no lights. There's no outlets. Uh, so basically, it's just a. Literally the cheapest option possible. Just went to the store, bought some $25 bunk beds, threw some like maybe $5, I don't even think they were mattresses. I think they were just stuffing in a blanket um, and called that a mattress and then bought like, you know, probably $5 pillows and it was like complete. Um, and there was what, two, four, six, eight, ten people stuffed in one room. Um, it, they just keep up in the ante here. <laughs> so ten people, ten people just stuck in a room. In. Jam them all in. Ten people stuck in a room. Uh, the snoring increased dramatically. It increased to a, it went to it went from this is kind of an annoyance to I think I'm listening to an orchestra. <laughs> um, and I wonder how many people you need to add snoring into one room before you start to feel it. Like it's tremors, like an earthquake. I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> ten isn't the, the limit. I didn't feel that. Uh, I just heard it really loudly. So the first night I was at that hostel, I uh, or no, the first morning, first morning at the hostel, I woke up, walked out into. They had like a huge balcony area. I walked into the balcony area, and there was this. Or I woke up because there was someone yelling. And so I walk out to the balcony area and there's a belligerently drunk British guy. Very, very drunk British guy. And um, I kind of ignored him. There's no reason to talk to him. I'm just there for a cigarette and to move on with my life. So having a cigarette, everything's fine. He's talking to somebody and the person eventually just kind of walks away. They just stop caring, walk away. And he stands there for a little bit holding a bottle of wine, still kind of half full, takes uh, like a good swig of it, and like, you know, does the like good, good, good thing. And he kind of just like turns his head and he looks at me 
And I was like, mm, no, no. And so he stammers over and goes like, where, where are you from? And I was like, uh, America. He's like, obviously, I could tell from your accent. Where are you from? And I was like, California? And he's like, good place. I'll walk. I walk out of company. And they... But your, they always, your, your British keep, accent is just Australian. <laughs> I, I keep trying to do Australian because I, yeah, prefer, us, like, I this, prefer Australian accents. This is In any case, Australian. Um, I mean, it's not Australian, but it's... And, yeah, it's I'm trying to do the two together, but I really want to do Australian because it's so much better than British. In any case, he, he basically tells me he works at a company that Rest works... Peace, uh, Crocodile Hunter. <laughs> I mean, my Australian accent's fine. I just can't do British accents <laughs> so? at all. Yeah. We'll hear from the Australians. Good eye, Mike. I'm joking. They, don't have, they don't have internet there. Yeah. <laughs> the, so he uh, he tells me that he works at a company that deals a lot with Sacramento. And I was like, hey, I live close by to Sacramento. I've been to Sacramento. I've even lived in Sacramento. It's crap. And he's like, um, his company is something that like related to DUIs and uh, D- DUIs. D- yeah, DUIs and DU. What is it? Driving under. It's uh, driving under the influence and driving under something. Or driving something something. There's like two different types. There's DUIs and there's another one is it for like driving. No, no, it's for drunk driving and for driving while on drugs, which oh. is apparently not drunk driving. It doesn't count as DUI. It's something driving. else. I think. Well, they're both called. Wouldn't they both still be called driving under the influence? No. Oh, DWEs. Driving while inebriated. Inebriated uh, is is I though. <laughs> oh, D uh, D D D W I. So there's D U I and D W I. I think it's D W I. I could be wrong. It's... Check it. Check it. I don't understand these things. I just don't drink, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Well, DUI D- designates driving under the influence, while DWI refers to driving while intoxicated. There you go. DUI charge denotes lesser degree of impairment than DWI. Okay, that's what it is. So is DWI. Okay, so he. I think they're. He works at a I company. think they're both basically the same thing. It's just the degree of intoxication. So like the number you get when they check you is what, what is which charge it is. DUI makes you go to jail. DWI makes you get in trouble. <laughs> like, uh, DUI is not as bad as DWI. DWI is worse. Really? Yeah. See, I, huh? It's the inverse. I always thought people with DUIs go to jail. Yeah, it says and DUI D- is the lesser charge. A DUI charge denotes Shit. a lesser degree of impairment than a DWI for a driver charged while drinking and driving. It's based on your blood okay. alcohol level. Interesting. Any case, his job was um, he works with people like industry drivers, like cab drivers, truck drivers, limo drivers that get a DUI. And he basically helps them defer their court cases so they can work longer because until they go to court, their license isn't suspended. So they can continue working until they go to court. So his company basically keeps deferring the court uh, date. So that way they can keep working for longer and then save up enough money to, I guess, deal with life. 
because well, they're going to lose their job. So, I guess, um, any case, he was explaining that to me while very, very drunk. And, um, and then... Did you enjoy just kind of being immersed in people for a few months? Because you were just meeting people every day, basically, for like four months or something, weren't you? To an extent, there was times where it was nice, and there's times where it felt really suffocating. Like, there, you know, it's that kind of thing where it's, oh, cool, I met a new person, this is fun, and then there's that moment where it's like, okay, but there's a lot of you, and I don't want to be around people right now. Like, I just kind of want yeah. a time where I don't see humans. Because you were like face. a public person for a while. You're yeah. just in the public, where even sleeping was in the public, and everything yes, was in the public like, all the time. Exactly, and... Uh, oh yeah, the uh, yeah the anywhere but here stream was August first. So, yeah. as of today, that was like a few days ago. Was four months ago. Damn. Yeah. So four months. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it, it, yeah, and so he eventually finishes his wine bottle, finishes talking to me about his job, I guess, um, and then stammers off, says he's going to sleep. He doesn't wake up for two days. Um, <laughs> All right. Wake up. Um, I because I went to bed. He was still sleeping. I woke up. He was still sleeping, and I went to bed again, and he was still sleeping. And I was like, I think he's dead. He's um, but he's not. <laughs> he was fine. He woke up. He on the second day he arose. Yeah. Um, he but, probably woke up along the way, but just was like, "Fuck it," <laughs> and just went back to sleep. Like I, he probably I was. So. He was probably waking up on his own along the way, but just didn't care if he looked alive to anyone else. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, any case, that was the first person I met. From there on, it kind of got more interesting, but kind of worse at the same time. Um, I met a, a a woman who was traveling by herself. Uh, actually, I met two women that were traveling by themselves uh, at this hostel, which was interesting. One of them was, uh, what is she? She was a stock uh, stockbroker. So she dealt with stocks, but in Europe. She's a stockbroker that couldn't afford a hotel. Um, <laughs> no, she she ended up going to. She was staying at the hostel for a few days and then going to the hotel because hmm. the idea was she wanted to uh, spend all of her money doing activities and not staying. So, like, she wanted to, you know, basically, like, I want to stay somewhere for cheap and then spend all of my money on doing fun things, which is not a bad idea. Um, but, uh, yeah, but she, um, she ended up leaving going to an actual hotel for the last few days of her stay. So, I only she talked to her for... sleep through all the snoring, probably. I know. She was in the girls' dorms, so she was fine. There was no snoring there. They um, can definitely snore. They can, but they I can, can assure you of the times I walked past there in the middle of the night and there was never snoring. My mom snores on a scale that actually sounds like she's faking it. Like it sounds oh, like, like a, it sounds like a prank. Like the snoring is so comically loud. It's louder than how loud people snore when they're joking about snoring to the point where it sounds like I, I've had moments of looking over. I'm like, are you pretending to be asleep right now? Are you actually fucking with me? <laughs> Like what the? Fuck? That is super unhealthy. If you, I hate this. I hate this so much because people always sh like shrug it off as it's an it's an okay thing, whatever. It's a part of life. If you're mm -hmm. snoring, it's not fucking healthy. You need to go to a fucking doctor. It is not healthy to snore. It is 
a sign that you have respiratory issues. You need to get that checked out. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Like it's, and it's a thing people just are thinking it's innocuous. Like, oh, they just sleep loudly. You will die in your sleep from it. Just go to the sleep doctor. apnea, right? Yes. Sleep mm-hmm. apnea. That's, that's the whole reason. And people, I love, I love when I hear people like, yeah, sometimes they, I like, especially when it's a partner, they'll go like, oh yeah, sometimes they'll, um, uh, What's it called? You know, sometimes they'll wake themselves up from snoring. That's because you're suffocating. You're actually dying. You wake up because you're dying and you go like, <gasps> and you go back to sleep. Like you just accept the almost death you had. No, I cannot. You're going to have outside. No. What are you talking to? Talking to other people on the internet. <laughs> Bring it down. No. Are you, getting but, too, are you getting too loud for them? I is guess so, yes. I'm, I'm getting too loud. But the idea is... And you were talking about the loud TV. If you <laughs> if you snore, go see a doctor. That was a plot twist about which door was going to open. Because all, all this whole video in frame, there's a door behind you. And then you have like an off... Like a, like yeah, a stage left <laughs> surprise camera appearance. Could you imagine if that, like if someone opens this door, goes out, and it's like we established that's the door people come from, and then someone comes out of that door? Yeah, you're like, what's the land of this house that multiple doors go into it? Which actually, that's a closet. So yeah. if someone did come out of that, it would be terrifying. Yeah. Oh yeah. But um, but yeah. So anyways, uh, now I know the, how to set up that jump scare. Yeah. But the uh, <laughs> hey, Andrew's the third- grandparents, you you want a little revenge? <laughs> I could just I wait in his closet for a few hours. I'm not. In, I'm never in here enough for that to work. <laughs> the um, what's it called? The uh, the so the last female I technically met in the country was a. Where is she from? I can't remember now. Shit. Uh. Wait. Where there's Russia, there's UK, there's a thing. Other land here? There's another thing. Shit, I need a map. I need a map. Kazakhstan? No. (laughs) uh, Maps.google.com. I want to, I keep wanting to say Argentina, but it's not Argentina. Um, I don't know why. Uh, Zoom out. What's the world? Argentina is not even on the right continent. No, it's not. That's why it's hemisphere. not the right. <laughs> Fucking Finland. That's what it was. Okay, what? <laughs> uh, Argentina was because I met someone from Argentina oh. there. I was but, like, yeah, um, you, which you commonly, the, the countries you commonly mix up with each other, Finland and Argentina. <laughs> also, apparently, I guess, maybe it's only just everywhere but America, but like, I guess Argentina also does the weird, uh, like, the kiss-kiss thing. Hmm. You know, where they, like, when you greet someone, they, like, kiss the side, you know, kind of thing. I was not ready for that. That thing always jump scares me whenever the it happens. surprise, I'm in your personal yeah, space now. Because because it's like, hey, because I, I, I helped this person out from Argentina uh, check into the hostel. And uh, I saw them come back to, like, check out. And I was like, oh, hey, how's it going? And they were like, hi. And they gave me a hug. And they did the kiss thing. But it, like... I didn't, I wasn't ready for it. So like I went in for the, uh, like to the hug and then I saw them get like close to the face. And I was like, wait, wait, what's happening? <laughs> Are you trying like, what, wait, what's going on? And then just like the doop doop. And it's like, these are things you should like establish if their culture understands that, uh, 
but any case there must be some kind of like universal understanding of like if you're doing that kind of stuff it's like which side of the road you drive on like yeah like driving on the left or right side of the road which is like which side do you start on on the kiss kiss that, and that's if, the thing because if like, you have two people going for that and they have a miss they're they're from different countries they drive on different sides of the road or whatever the fuck but for the kiss kiss they're just gonna kiss <laughs> they both go for the same direction well because if yeah, you both go what, left then you end up like going past each other because that's how it works but yeah. if, you, if you have a misunderstanding you're just gonna go face face <laughs> face face so any case uh the girl i met was from finland and um she is she was uh what is it? She writes. Uh, she writes sports columns on horse races, and she lives in the middle of the woods. She trains horses and dogs uh, for shows, and uh, <laughs> she tried teaching me Finnish, but it didn't work out very well. Your hair is awful. You look like that girl from Incredibles. Do I, did I come out like uh, Noctis? Let's see. Oh, I almost did it. I almost did the anime prince hair where the back is like a peacock. Sticking out, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to see if you could do it. It's actually way harder because the, the top of my head is shaped like the band and my neck is not. <laughs> like So it's like there's no grip. But it's like but, the, I'm almost K-pop. Damn it. Almost. Shit. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, so she tried teaching me Finnish. That didn't go out very well. But then, um, yeah, so that was the last uh female that i met and then from there i met a kenyan guy who surprised me like i said this to nay and her husband and they both kind of looked at me like i was a weirdo but he like i talked to this guy who was kenyan and the first thing i noticed was like oh his accent is like 100 percent like the black panther movie like that oh, like it was just, it just identical? yeah like it's identical kind of accent and they looked at me like almost like yeah. it's based on a country. <laughs> well, I know, but a Hollywood movie normally doesn't get accents right. Like you know, yeah. a, a, an American Hollywood movie is just going to be like, you know, like for Asians, or like, or like, or like Scotty like, being a British dude and stuff like that. Yeah, I and guess so British would still I, be accurate to Scotland, but he was being an English guy. <laughs> yeah, like, but I, I thought it was to be Scottish and stuff. Exactly, and so I thought it was. I thought it was just like, oh, that's impressive. Like you actually that you got the accent right. I guess that's cool but, yeah. yeah i got looked at like indignantly like yeah of course they do i don't well, meet fucking kenyans it is when the am worst I gonna meet kenyans it is the worst way to phrase it like you could be I like mean, oh wow they got the accent right in black panther but you're like oh, they sound like a movie <laughs> it's like the most like i'm the american here way of framing phrasing that idea i mean it's what came first really let's yes. look at the math i mean if you, if you listen to the box office, probably Black Panther is just Black now Panther, bigger than Black Kenya. Black Panther ex existed before <laughs> Kenya existed. That's still like Black the, Panther. That's the top grossing movie this year, huh? No, Avengers: Infinity War. I don't. No, I don't think that's true. Yes, it is. Shut your face, hole. It is. Look it up. I guarantee. Black Panther. <laughs> what? Black Panther. What? Yeah. Yeah, it's winning by like 20, yeah, 20 million. 20 million. Yeah. Yeah, it's Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Incredibles 2, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, Deadpool 2. Black Panther is the third highest grossing film of all time. 
it apparently did really well. I still need to watch it. I haven't watched it either. It's I, on I Netflix mean, now. It's just that I, I, it's just in a list of like 10 movies where I'm like, oh, they're on Netflix now. Maybe I'll watch it. But then I'm always have just enough time for one episode of a television show as opposed to a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. So it's like, I also want to watch the, the new Coen Brothers movie that's on Netflix, but also that's a movie movie and in the evening I'm, I'm done with all of recording and editing and so on and then i'm like all right cool let's let's watch a thing and it's like yeah i'm looking for more like 50 minutes or less and i want to i don't want to watch it in shifts that's fair <laughs> movies are work. i i just won't watch it i have no interest i think black panther is kind of like the most boring superhero because he's just like i i have strength that's it and it's like what do you do with it yeah I, I protect Kenya. Uh, okay. It's a movie that would have to run entirely on like its world building and whatnot, I guess. Because yeah, like yeah. Black Panther himself has because I've seen him before in two movies now without yeah. seeing his movie. And yeah, I'm like the costume's kind of cool looking, but like he doesn't do anything do, interesting. He doesn't do anything. Like remember, he just when, shows up. And, like, like remember cuts when Ant Man, the most boring, like disposable character of the Marvel universe right now, on some level, or at least at least scale wise, is the most disposable one of the cast. Yeah, just came into Civil War for like five minutes and completely changed the context of how the whole fight plays out because he's so yeah. weird. Because <laughs> it's it was so cool and fun. Yeah. Where it's like he, he just shows up and it's like changed everything. Yeah, he like showed up and like I'm a character. giant, and everyone's yeah. like. <laughs> like excuse me <laughs> yeah it's like when you're the different characters like what does a man do okay that'll change things or like what does gambit do okay yeah what does <laughs> black panther do he jumps and kicks and claws and i'm like all right yeah on the he, list of everybody in that cast that's actually like it's weird because he's a mainline superhero character that has he's comparable to like hawkeye and black widow in what he'll do in a fight Yes. So, so when he's in an ensemble, he's as interesting as the characters that they don't give movies to, basically. But basically. they must. But they're doing something with the rest of it, apparently, because yeah, like people do like the movie, and it's definitely. I think it's. It keeps. I think it had. Well. A, I think it had a lot of like cultural significance and a lot of. Yeah. Uh, there is the part the... where it's the highest budget movie ever directed by a black director ever. Yeah. Which is neat. and. Uh, Yes, I mean, there's a lot of um, this milestone the, this the same year as Get Out. Is it that was last year? Yeah, I think Get Out was oh, last year. I think that was Get Out. Yeah, yeah. The uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's just not a movie that appeals to me, so I just won't ever watch it. Um, oh, I'm so happy how low on this list Ready Player One is. It should be. It's not a I bomb. Mean, I don't think it was a bomb, unfortunately. But it's like it's like way down there. It's, it's a Steven Spielberg it's movie. It's, it's, it's very hard for Steven Spielberg to bomb. It's in 19th place. It lost to the Meg. <laughs> it lost to the giant shark movie. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, that's a... That's, it, lost wait, to, how does... it lost to Ocean's 8. <laughs> it lost to Meg. Give it, a, give it a couple more days, it's going to lose to the really bad Harry Potter movie. <laughs> Steven Spielberg made a movie that lost to another movie about a shark. Yeah. He made a movie about a shark that blew the box office out of the water. Yeah. How do you make? How do you come back and make a movie that's worse than a, a, a worse than your shark movie movie? <laughs> like, like, it's really hard to think about the Meg making money. That is a weird thought. But yeah, like, like right. Like to talk about how successful Ready Player One was after all that buzz and crap. It's comparable to Mamma Mia Two. 
it's around there in the again. box office. Yeah. My my. <laughs> you. Granted, that's uh, also where Ralph is right now. But is that really? still is Ralph still in theaters or is yes, it out it already? Is. So it, it, it could yeah. grow. Dude, I'm surprised that though. Crimes of Grindelwald's a fucking nightmare. Like I have it up there. I have the screenplay up there because, like, uh-huh. I that was I just out of habit was buying Harry Potter books still, even though now they're just screenplays because they don't make books anymore. So yeah. like, I had I had the seven Harry Potter books. Then they made a a play and they made two movies so far. And I was just buying the hardcover screenplay things at Sam's Club instead of seeing, like instead of in this case instead of seeing it probably, uh, and. It's enjoyable to read the first Fantastic Beasts, like just read it when it's just like, okay. it's, it's just saying, it's just doing scene descriptions and the dialogue, but dialogue in Harry Potter is just like, you know, snappy and charming and it's enjoyable to just page turn through. Holy shit. Like you get, you seriously get like halfway through the entire screenplay for Crimes of Grindelwald and, I'm, and you're like, has this, is there a story in this movie? Is anything happening? It's the yeah. weirdest fucking thing. And yeah, the, the entire... Like this will be the closest to a spoiler cast we'll probably ever do on this movie because uh, it's a the entire crux of the plot twist of the movie hinges on a flashback about babies you barely understand being switched because one of them was noisy on a boat <laughs> and then the, then the wrong one drowns and plot twist all these different characters aren't the characters that they say they were whoa yeah. but half of them are people you met this movie and haven't been developed so you're like i don't know why why do i care that they're not that character but they're a different character i also don't know and that's like the crux yeah. of the movie it's like it was comparable to our experience with uh with uh zero escape specifically oh, yeah, the, yeah. Who, the who's in that coffin plot twist or, or who's in the armor plot twist that moment <laughs> yeah where it's like this has, serves no functional purpose in the universe. It's only an incredibly convoluted plot twist for the sake of having a convoluted plot twist that you it would issue, which isn't even an effective plot twist because you have to you have to explain it for ten minutes, then kind of re-explain it to like quiz people on if they understood what the explanation meant of the twist, like that kind of shitty plot twist. That's what happens in the new uh, Fantastic Beast movie. Is that kind of level of like. Like once they were like ten minutes into the explanation, you think like maybe they would like should have been like, maybe we should cut this. <laughs> maybe we should replace it with a different plot twist. This isn't working. But they're like, we got to power through. Like it, the whole thing. Scream, no, the whole it, thing screams. This was made on a timetable, so we had to stick with whatever we had instead of starting like doing rewrites or whatever. Cause it's because a, it's keep, a nightmare. It's because they keep letting her write, and they need to stop. It's not, they need it's to, not going well. No. They need to literally tell her she can't write. Like, someone needs to break the bad news to her. And I don't think anyone has the guts to, and they need to. Like, I found it interesting you, that, like, one of the sticking points in the in the Harry Potter franchise was the time travel one, mm-hmm. the third movie's book, where there's, like, it's just revealed that this there's a time travel device that's, like world-breakingly powerful and it's used for somebody that just is going to take even more classes that year basically is the explanation uh because it's hermione's and in the book it's really downplayed as like a minor as a minor reveal like oh that'll facilitate this scene and stuff like that but in the movie it's like front and center for the entire movie is like the core of the structure of the movie and everything so it became way more apparent but like that's always been a sticking point is that kind of weird, crazy, convoluted bullshit thing and like how that messes with the world around it and so on. And also yeah. whether or not the time travel makes any sense, which is always a problem. The the cursed child, the play we've been hearing about all these years, the one that had where the controversy the, was like people being people talking about Hermione being black. 
which itself is pointless because casting people as as any gender or race or whatever in plays is super normal like yeah. it has always been especially back in shakespeare days when everyone was a white dude no matter who they were playing uh yeah those are some fun love scenes with romeo and juliet huh <laughs> uh like the, but uh that entire play is a time travel plot the entire one like it's straight up we want to save edward from twilight who died in the fourth book when cedric diggeroy dies the end of the twilight wizard tournament it's harry potter's children wanting to go back and fix that so they get a t they steal a time turner and do the equivalent of like we went back and we saved that we stopped this one thing from happening and then it's like butterfly effect now now the whole world's nazis like like that kind of stuff that that happens in time travel like really yeah. shocky it'll be it, normally it's the well, the example i'm giving is like what you get in like a one-off episode in like a cartoon or something is like or whatever yeah. or a superhero show especially will be like we went back in time and did this one thing and now everyone's nazis fuck or like magneto rules the world or something uh, i, I want to point out that that happens really often it's a, a really point yes that like you not you accident you accidentally bumped a guy in like 1920 and now everyone's nazis and i'm like yes. apparently nazis were just gonna win if not for this one specific thing like, yeah. <laughs> so like apparently so like they the, were the cursed in the cursed child like they saved cedric diggeroy and then ends oh. up like like the death the death eaters win and Voldemort wins and they they rule the world and everything. <laughs> and it's like so like they warp so when they return to where they were, they're still in Hogwarts, but it's Hogwarts oh. run by Voldemort and everything. And it's like and because Harry Potter died back then and all this other stuff, and it's like Does he get a nose? I'm like ah, Does he get a nose? No, this is the, like his, no, the his nose first order is, is part of the whole dark wizard thing. He can't he can't have it. <laughs> I don't I don't I know. His, oh, I was gonna his say, noseness I is weird. I was gonna say I didn't. I didn't think that was a rule. <laughs> um, that would that would be hilarious. First the, order's headmaster knows someone get me one right now. I don't <laughs> know if I don't know if his, his appearance is given that specifically in the books to explain the nose, or if that was a costume design choice in the movies. I'm not. That sure. would be a weird costume design choice where it's like, well, he has to be a bad guy, so just get rid of his nose. I just want like, I think, well, like him being like kind of like hairless and earless and noseless and just like inhuman looking might have just been like he's the monster design it's also, it could be also because also he's not like played by a guy that i think tends to do costumes like that too okay but uh i don't know but like it was it was one of those those like one of those capers where like you keep going yeah. back in time to change things and it keeps getting worse and worse and so on and, and you so, realize so you just spiraling. have to let history happen yeah it they yeah, the 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 outcome is more or less the equivalent of like a doctor who uh story of like Cedric Diggory's death is a fixed point in time, basically, is the takeaway of of that. And it's a like fixed point in time. And I'm just imagining like a time uh, travel plot being handled on a stage. How does oh that God. what does that look like? This isn't a movie. The Cursed Child is a stage play. Could you imagine <laughs> like Zero Escape the play? Oh boy. Like Would you still have to repeat <laughs> stuff? Like would the narrator have to repeat things every time you start over the time the time stream? Like would they I know explain the, the rules? It would it would it would be so patronizing. <laughs> like a, a zero escape stage play like they'd get to the door and be like, "All right, one, two, 
three. It's like Dora the Explorer turning to the audience like, do you see the door? Could you imagine? Could you imagine every time time resets? Like you, you're like you finish a you finish an end. Oh, that was a bad end. You time reset and it goes back and it's like, okay. So let me explain how the nonary game works and like the whole audience is just like, uh, like fun the times. Just, the narrator just keeps repeating all of the same shit. Like this is how the watch works. It has a number on it and a bomb in it, and you just like, uh, like just. I would I would pay money to sit there and watch that. I would do it just just so I could be justified in seeing all the people who show up because they love Zero Escape and just stand up at the end of it and go like, see, it's bad. But we can't like, rearrange or remove any of this because it's stylistically designed to be this way. <laughs> you know, this uh, is why this is why people have a thing called an editor when you write a story is so their, their job is to literally go by and make sure does it make sense which does is one of the top good? criticisms given to both jk rowling and george R. R. martin after they became famous is, it is they that they just cut that out all their stuff started inflating and it's because they because yeah. nobody could edit them anymore which is also what happened with the star with the star wars sequels is that there was no editor on george lucas and he was just yeah. making these nightmares because it's a weird it's a weird trend that happens when you become like renowned is that suddenly people just trust your genius not understanding how your genius even developed which was not by you just shitting all over a page and hoping that it works which is what jk rowling does on my end i'm like the the one the one like encouraging thing about the 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 terrifying idea of like ever writing a book is the idea like oh shit somebody's in there with you (laughs) like somebody has to go through and you like you don't just like have to make a, f- a finished book like magic and then put it out. Like there's like a bunch of stages yeah. to it and somebody else is working with you on and everything because holy shit, like it's too much. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And like, especially um, I always talk about it because like I, the only thing I know a lot about in terms of editing is just manga and light novels uh, in Japan. And they are just brutal. They will come at you quick because like the point of an editor is like, especially in Japan is like the idea is you are, um, you need to be the voice of reason and you also have to be the viewer. So like an editor has to read a manga, like a manga chapter and go as a 10 year old child, I love this. Or as a 10 year old child, this is going <laughs> be, and you should give me my money back. Like, and so they have to get into that mindset and they have to just, straight face tell somebody who worked like probably three nights in a row without sleeping this is shit go back home do it again like and that is i wonder about how to read how do you do they make the finished comic and then do editing or they no. it, it's like it's uh, gotta be like sketches or something right yeah like, so, it's so do... i'm thinking like junji ito drawings i'm like no <sighs> no no it's uh it's you the but that does happen um and it's we're like some we're like some Junji Ito or Berserk levels of like drawing yeah. or like going back and do it again now. Yeah, there is there has been times uh, I know with Berserk there have been times where um, 
they he because like you know they do basically uh, rough sketches like they would yeah. in a movie where you're doing like this is what the scene is a stick figure and like they do rough sketches of the scenes to try to show like this is where the character's going to be these are the action scenes and there I know Berserk has had moments where the editor has approved stuff and then once it's drawn in you know like once the guy gets it down to the nitty gritty and draws it he goes like. It's a lot worse than I thought it was going to be. Like, <laughs> because, like, when you when you draw when you look at it in a sketch, very innocuous. When you look at it very detailed, I don't think we can publish that. <laughs> so, do you, do I know, you think? Do you think it's more encouraging or soul sucking to see a physical representation of your life's work, like growing on a shelf, like the idea of like, like if there's like 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 the back there, like just seeing all of your manga books slowly accumulate on a shelf and that's like your life's work. Like, do you think that's like, like, I wonder Um, if like it's encouraging, like, Oh look, like all those milestones I'm reaching or if it's like portrait of Dorian gray, like it grows stronger as I grow weaker. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I I think it's up to, it's uh, dependent on the mangaka. So I know like say one piece with Oda, he looks at it as a pride where he says like, I can't believe people, keep buying you know, like keep yeah. loving my stuff enough that i have two literal bookshelves of fucking manga like that's I always, impressive I always, to me. I always wonder like how many what percentage of manga creators have a collection of their exact manga in their house like, oh, as, like well, well they all get a free copy thing or something yeah but like on display like they have a shelf that accumulates their work over time i saw a confusing um, one which is that i saw I saw a shelf of Junji Ito's place just because it was like some photo or something of him or whatever. Yeah, they usually that had like it had like one copy of one manga and like four copies of another manga and then nothing else from any of his personal works. And I'm like, I don't. That's just a storage shelf, isn't it? Like it's not even yeah. like a library. This is weird. Um, a lot of them tend to be like reference stuff. So like they'll have a lot of reference books or things of that nature just hanging out nearby their desks. Um, the other thing too, is that a lot of, uh, some artists don't really want to, like, there's no reason to display their work. A lot of them actually prefer not to display the manga, but, but the jump volumes. So like they'll buy the volumes of jump because it's more, it's like, I got printed in this. Yeah. You know, it feels more exciting when you, when you can pull out a volume of jump and go like, look at this. I was in this magazine with the, this manga going on, you know, like those are more Googling Junji Ito office and it does not lead to the results that actually help at all. Yeah. You get a, you get a bunch of pictures of his manga, a few pictures of him just sitting at a desk. That's the wrong camera angle to see anything behind him. And then if you scroll for a bit, you get the PT lady. I don't really understand. Although uh, sometimes she he was gonna work on on uh, Silent Hills, yeah. Junji Ito. Silent Hills was confirmed as it was going to be Guillermo del Toro, Kirio Kojima, and Junji Ito. <laughs> and Konami was like, "This looks like too good of a thing. Fuck it." <laughs> How did you throw that away? <laughs> you would have had like, I think that would have been the best-selling game of all time <laughs> that like, never works that way unfortunately no it would be it would <laughs> it would seriously be it would be It'd like be a the best-selling game of all time if it went through the cycle of being canceled but then somehow came back after all the hype about how much of a lost opportunity it was it has been like if canceled, somebody managed so... to get, 
Yeah, like if somebody got the rights to it somehow and then it actually got made with those people despite everything, now it might be the might become the like the a top seller. Although it still Let's has to just... beat Red Dead Redemption and a bunch of other things that normies care about. Let's just say Cause... that maybe Death Standing happens to be a Kickstarter to buy the rights to Silent Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Kojima just uses all of the profit from Death Standing and just buys the rights to Silent Hill. I think Konami is one of those spiteful Japanese companies that will hold on to that kind of thing no matter how much money is offered to them because they're like, no, fuck you, it's ours. It dies here. I, I think I talked about this on the Discord and I think Konami actually would sell it as long as... Um, same with Metal Gear. They would sell any rights as long as they were legally allowed to keep being the sole distributor of the pachinko machines for those games. <laughs> they with don't the care. Being and, that somebody else will make it more hyped so that their pachinko yeah, is more successful. Because Konami doesn't care about games. They care yeah. about the stupid pachinko. And I mean, I'd like somebody to have Silent Hill. Uh, well, really all of those properties, but I'd, I'd like to see Castlevania. Especially since Konami wasn't making... Uh, any correct Castlevanias for like 20 years or something. Yeah. Like they were, they were making like 3d God of war games and stuff like that. And it's like, so even when they had it, we weren't getting Castlevania games for the most part, except the three, yeah. there was like three on the, on handhelds and whatnot. There, the Konami is a weird company. Like it's, um, it's interesting to see that like Metroidvania has been the most, one of the most popular genres of indie game for like over the course of like the last like 15 years. And yes, both Metroid and Vania haven't been making Metroidvanias for most of that time. I've heard that Metroid Primes are technically 3D Metroidvania style games, but I, have, I don't know enough about them to see that. But like uh, Castlevania kinda. had like a trilogy of DS games and then just stopped basically. And then it was, and then it was just like the Castlevania console games that were like God of War and mm. uh, that one that one weird multiplayer one that was just all the assets of other Castlevanias mashed together into a multiplayer lobby where you could play as four Castlevania protagonists together to playing through a zone. Oh yeah. yeah which yeah, that game was yeah. actually fun, but didn't have, it wasn't Metroidvania. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. a Castlevania. So like game. that genre hasn't existed in the forms of its own games for most of that time. Really with Nintendo, I get why they don't make a new Metroid. Cause they have the weirdest philosophy of like, we ain't going to just make the same shit. Like they have, it yeah. has to be. There has to be some kind of gimmick that makes Metroid stand out from just being Metroid One again. Um, they also but, take so long to make games, and their top flagships are always Mario and Zelda. So they got to get yeah. that out on like every console and so on. So like, if there's going to be like a Metroid or a, a Star Fox, there's always some other company that they're just farming it to. Which is how well, we got the yeah. really weird Star Fox game that came out this year, which I didn't know about till it was out. Did you know? Did game. you know about that? There's a Star Fox game. It's made by Ubisoft. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. What? You're about, you about to look game. up this shit? Yeah, I, I can't even tell you the name of it. You have to look like Star Fox Ubisoft 2018. It's like an open world, like spit. Like it has the ships again. It's not like adventure. Like it's not. It's not like Star Fox Adventures or anything. You're like Star flying Link a battle for Atlas. Yeah. What the fuck? What is Starlink? Yeah, it just came out of nowhere, and I didn't know it was coming. Mainly, probably because I probably because I didn't watch E three, <laughs> where it probably was announced or something. Starlink. But it just just out of nowhere, I'm like, oh, Star Fox is back. It wasn't even long this time. The other Star Fox game came out like a year ago, didn't it? 
I didn't even see this come out. Oh, wait. <laughs> Starlink is... This looks awful. It's a odd one. It looks really polished or something. Why are there humans? Yeah, you don't play... I don't think you play as Star Fox. What the... F wait, what's just like random... Oh my god, is this supposed to be like... I think it's like the Star Fox characters show up in it, and it's supposed to be some universe, but I've not looked into it enough to see if, like... I don't know if it's like, is this supposed to be expanding the Star Fox universe, or if it's supposed to be like, whoa, the Star Fox cast went through a wormhole, and they're in this world, we gotta figure out how to send them back, or... I have no idea what the premise is. No, it's... It didn't look very just, fun. It, it looked just, pretty. show up. It's not a Star Fox game. It's a, it's a space game with... Uh, featuring the Star Fox characters with a play it, on the Star Fox name and featuring our wings and them and everything. But they only show up in the Switch version. Uh, I thought it was. It's, I thought it was only on the. Oh no! It's it's for every console, but the Switch version because it's toys. You have to buy stupid physical toys to play it, and so I did not buy... know Starlink was even on the other consoles. I yeah, totally so thought it was to... a Switch exclusive Star Fox game. I, I no, totally you have wrong. to buy the Star Fox ship toy and then plug it into the game and then you can play as Star Fox. And then there's that just is... some cut scenes and stuff featuring... Oh, I was wrong about this whole thing. Okay, I totally, thank goodness. I totally thought it was a Star Fox uh, like spinoff with Ubisoft, which makes sense I... in my head because I'm like, they just did Rabbids. Yeah, they did a but Mario I was... Spinoff. I was not, I was not prepared for you... I was not prepared for you to say they literally were made like ubisoft was given the reins to make a literal star fox game because that sounds scary yeah i would not trust ubisoft to make anything that do you ever have the reaction of like their heads look wrong whenever you star see fox? yeah uh, no. ever since star fox and star wolf and everyone made the jump to like higher resolution graphics i've always felt like their heads are shaped wrong like, it looks too I... much like a full-size, normal, human-shaped face with, like, a muzzle, like, just sort of stra strapped onto the front. Like, there's something I mean, weirdly bulky about the top half of the head that always looks cause, weird. It's because their hair. It's some of that, but also, like, the head is, like, physically taller and more bulbousy than you expect, like, a wolf head to be shaped oh, like. Oh, because it's, it's like, more cartoony. Yeah. yeah. They have, like, a cartoony larger head and then, like, a more almost normal human body. There was yeah. Weird. I they think it doesn't look help. Like they're not it doesn't help either because yeah, it it's like Falco's kind of the only one you can kind of get ish because Falco has like the uh Oh no, you can't even with Falco. Who's I think They're of? shaped weird. <laughs> yeah, they're shaped weird. They're cuz they're shaped like basically humans with animal heads. Yeah. It's basically it's like, like the, the equivalent premise. of like cat ears or whatever, but yeah. Just like a full mask. It, it definitely looks like a person is wearing a weird mask. It's weird. But it's so but it's, flat uh, and 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 it's so flat. <laughs> Your face is so flat. Your face is yeah. so flat. But um so yeah, stay tuned I mean, everybody for the next Zero Escape game. No. <laughs> No, uh, you don't get that. You no. don't get the justice of Zero Escape. <laughs> you I, got noise problems. We probably can't do uh, Shibuya for now either, because you'll be doing like do shrieking voices, and your grandmother's gonna come in like Andrew. I need you to stop that. We live here. 
They won't for long. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the, um, yeah, I'll see how it goes in the evening. I got to do tests and see how the sound works between, uh, when the doors close and they're not in the room and they're like all the way on the other side of the place. If they're like, if they can't hear, I basically, I need to try out doing streaming and see what my voice, what your allowances are. What you can get away with. Yeah. Basically see what I can get away with. (laughs) But, um, I mean, shadows here too. So another issue is that trying to like, I don't want to coop him up in the office. But if he's just out there, which he is just looking at me sadly through the glass, because <laughs> these aren't real doors. These are like glass doors. Oh, he can see so you right now. He can see me. So he's just and he's watching just lo- you the whole time. Yeah, he's just looking at me like, why? Right. Shadow's why back. You? you have shadow back. Yeah, shadow. You got to you got to put away your shadow like doll replacement. Your surrogate yeah, shadow. I, that's the only thing I missed about uh, I missed in Dubai was not having access to my dog oh what's going on okay. being told that uh that food will be available <laughs> uh, within a time frame yeah see uh, shadow <laughs> kind of let's see if i can oh the door's right there next to you yeah. there it is oh look at him and they ran away look at him but oh he's afraid of cameras everybody of shadow's cameras. alive he's here oh of course he is yeah Oh, and he's back. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> afraid of cameras. Camera. Maybe he thought you were getting up, so he's getting away from the door. <laughs> he's in a little jacket. Yeah, he's got his little Christmas shoes. He's okay, so, everybody. Yeah, Co-star Shadow, Christmas the chronic Shadow. 999 interrupter dog. <laughs> yeah, but he's still there. He's still alive. That was yeah, a little I, scary because you were just talking about, like, Sure hope my sister remembers to feed him and stuff like that. Because, like, when you were around, it seemed like she just would forget to take care of her own cats. Yeah. So, like, that made it way scarier when you were like, yeah, I'm just going to leave Shadow and take off. And I'm like, oh, no, who has contact to know if Shadow's alive from day to day? I I requested a lot of pictures while I was gone. Like, a just, lot of proof of life see. pictures. Yeah. Um, because I was not convinced that she could take care of that dog. Yeah. Um, but she, he made it. He made it. He's fine now. He's with me. He uh, is where he belongs. Oh, he had. He must have yeah. lost his shit when you came back. Kind of. Not really. Surprisingly, uh, he kind of. He basically like I because I just bursted into the house because it's my house. <laughs> so even though there's other people living there, it just kind of was like, "Hello." Did, they, did everyone people, know you were coming, or was it just no, surprise? No Andrews in the country. Yeah, <laughs> no one knew. Um, <laughs> Where's so, my yeah. dog? I basically did just burst in there and I was like, do you just, you just walk and then, in and take the dog and leave? <laughs> it's mine in, now. Scoop and walk out. <laughs> the, uh, I mean, Shadow wouldn't have cared. He would have been like, oh, I'm happy. Yeah. But the, uh, um, yeah, for context, the house that all the recordings happened before for the previous podcast episodes and other stuff is currently very occupied with yes. other people. It's got two children, uh, and two couples. So it is not a place for me to live anymore. I guess since we've been doing this for a few hours, do you want to like say anything about your plan here going forward at all or what you, or what you're going for? Um, people are invested. They're like, where's Andrew? What's going on with him? You just like, I'm running off to Dubai. Goodbye. And we did one podcast since then. And that was three months ago already. 
That's crazy. I checked the SoundCloud earlier when I was trying to figure out how long ago the, the original departure was, too. That one podcast we did was three months ago, too. Ooh, no. Yeah, because that was the yeah. first place I stayed at. That was not yeah, a hostel. Damn. No, that was yeah, an Airbnb. That was, yeah. That was a nice place. I have never, since that place I stayed at, I've never stayed at a single other place in the country that had decent internet. Yeah. Even and, hotels. And now you kind of have internet, but you have to deal with the shared living space, no recording. Uh, the internet here is amazing. Oh yeah. my God. I was able to update a video game in less than two hours. Yeah. It was nice. Um, <laughs> once, but, you've, once you've starved for a bit, suddenly you're like, look what I have now. Yeah. This is amazing. It, I... I will say I had I had fun. Dubai was a good experience. I don't think I, I'm I'm surprised Naya still even wants to talk to me ever again. <laughs> the um uh yeah, I, I think it was a good decision to go. And the hard part I have is not knowing if I want to go back or if I want to just go to a completely say, like, different area. I did that and then just go to a different European country. Yeah. Um or Your go goal to is a just to European not be in country the US. rather than just fly back to a, a slowly dying country. Oh, is video cutting out? No. Come on. Oh, okay. I think we're good. And then, um, but yeah, so for now, the plan is I, I should, I just had a phone interview with a company today, um, and I'm going to go to the physical interview sometime uh, later this week, I think. And then if I get that job, it's part-time, um, so about 20 hours. Because nothing really came of it while you were in Dubai, right? Got, yeah, just, no jobs. Just nothing? Did nothing. you get the? Uh, did you finish the certification or degree thing you were doing while you were there? No, I had to put it on hold because I, did not, uh, I didn't have enough time to do it uh, yeah. while I was trying to apply for jobs for eight hours a day and yeah. trying to do schooling. And I ended up having to put it on hold. So I need to now... Because the time is going to run out, and I'm not going to be able to finish it before the time runs out, which means I'm going to have to pay another uh, three thousand, which I can't do. So yeah. I need to like get a job and then renew school. Um, so yeah, I'm getting like a regular job. It's part time, probably won't pay much, so I'll have free time to do other things, which I think, uh, depending on how it goes here uh, and that job and what the time schedule is. I would like to try to, I might try to do like streaming, mm-hmm. uh, not you, I, like I might make cooking videos if I can, I don't have a private kitchen. It's really hard to, Yeah. but, um, I'll probably just you try to just do cook streaming. for your family. I could, but trying to record that is a lot harder because then you have the <laughs> TV sounds and it's just not going to be professional. Right. Um, and right, cause, cause they're, they're both, they're probably both retired, right? So it's just, you yes. have constant company. It's not yeah, like you're living with people that are like coming and going constantly. Exactly. So, uh, so I'm, I'm going to try to stream in the meantime, like in the gaps between working and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, just go from there and we'll see what happens. It's probably time to close out. You're the, the, yeah, like, Ganger, come get the foods. Yeah. I, I keep getting yelled at to should, eat. I should start my recording day. Yeah. You what? You haven't started your recording no, day? No, I was, I've. I had a lot of thumbnails to make and a lot of uploads to customize and whatnot and fix out. Like, Neither. it's a, it's been a mess today. I see. But, well, 
We've done another podcast. We've done another podcast. Somehow. Maybe we'll do one of these every few weeks or something. They're easier now than they were for a bit. Yeah, they definitely are a lot easier. I can I can assure you on that. And we can confirm that Andrew exists, and I can justify my SoundCloud subscription <laughs> by actually updating a podcast every now and then. Oops. <laughs> I thought SoundCloud was shutting down. Yeah, but then they just like, we found new investors or something happened and everything's restructured a bit. I like how SoundCloud became the new uh, furniture store of the internet. It got it's real like, close. Cause at one going point, out of business. Like, while it was going out of business, I think they straight up were like, we, were no, we are no longer offering additional uh, subscriptions and stuff like that, which they had to turn back on. Like That's how close it was to being gone is that they genuinely disabled the way to pay them and stuff like that. That's crazy. But then they just found new investors at the last minute and they're like, I guess this exists again. Yay. And How functionally you... on my end, nothing changed about the entire website. So I could have just not noticed any of that news and not known anything was happening. We could have lost a valuable Twitter meme. Yeah. And SoundCloud shut down. That's a whole thing I set up just for people that can't be bothered to do the video version. <laughs> yeah, you don't set it up on uh, freaking iTunes and... It's on iTunes. Google... Is it on Google Music? I don't know, but it's on iTunes. Uh, okay. Because you needed to, you needed to have it on a website that has an RSS feed in order to go on iTunes because iTunes is just a lie. Yeah. iTunes is just a directory that basically just downloads from people's websites the podcasts that are already hosted on said websites. iTunes yeah. doesn't host podcasts. It's they host nothing. Yeah. Really. So you have yeah. to, so that's why everyone's like, ah, oh, iTunes and SoundCloud because they're, they're actually uploading it to SoundCloud and then iTunes downloads it from SoundCloud and that whole mess and confusion. Yeah. Uh, and that was so convoluted and annoying that I was like, that's enough. I feel like if people want it on their other thing, like I have the download link enabled on SoundCloud. They can get the files, goddammit, and do their own shit if they want, if they're picky about which of the 15 other I mean, things they want it to be on like yeah i'm already jumping through hoops and paying money to give you this audio version and i'm like you can do the two steps if you want to yeah put the file on your thing it's fine you could yeah there's, there's a way to do it but people and... are like, I want it on my directory it's like it's not even like i it's not even like apple versus android it's like it's available or you you, you have yeah. a web browser you already have the audio version available no matter what it's just you're picking about True. which website I put it on. Put it, it has to be on Spotify, and I'm like, I. That I already, is I, I, having I it on Spotify would do. be nice. Hmm? I, I, I just like it's just that level of like I got shit to do at some point, and like you gotta make a website. Making so one, many right? permutations of this one non-profitable part of the job, just so that another ten people can be like, it's on my one now. I'm like. No, diminishing returns at some point. I I, I gave you an audio yeah. version and a video version. I'm stopping. <laughs> you just honestly just make a website. Yeah, that's easier. That's one of the eventual to do list things for when time, which never happens. I redid we'll mine actually. Yeah, because after I gave up on and you had people trying it. To... You, I saw that on Discord and I saw with Max on Facebook. <laughs> no, no, uh, I gave up on that version. Because oh, since so I, I made, since then. yeah, I re, I, I made that original version that I posted on Discord as a like portfolio for getting a, a job. Mm-hmm. But since I gave up on getting a job in Dubai, I was like, well, now it's just gonna be a fun house. So now it's a fun house. It's just full of nonsense, and it looks like oh no, does it look like it a GeoCities page? No, it doesn't look that bad, <laughs> but it's uh, 
It's it's fun. Oh, I can't. There we go. <laughs> yeah, check that out. It's a fun little uh, nonsense place. It's got like it's like Twitter feed, a picture of my dog, uh, like Instagram, uh, Twitch built into it. It's got like all sorts of weird shit going on. Oh God, I got so many messages while we were talking. Uh, on what? That'll do. I'll deal with that later. Uh, on my phone phone. Oh, oh it's dot net. Yeah, I originally tried net. to open it via memory, but I did dot. Uh, yeah. Hello. Oh, that looked very not safe for work until I scrolled down. Because <laughs> it's showing your Twitter feed, which can oh, be very yeah. not safe for work. But No, no, no. Like, I oh, never no. upload. It's like, no, they're wearing clothes. I never retweet uh, any kind of pornography on my Twitter. But you do like it. I do like it. Which is enough for Twitter to be like, no, I'm going to show this to people. <laughs> but it won't show up on my feed that's on that website. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm safe. Yeah, here's his website. Look at it. Look at the website. It's got the sad games colors. It does have sad games and colors. A, I like those and colors. And a stream embed. And a lot of photos yeah. of him wearing his glasses out of camera. <laughs> he has. He's became the selfie man at one point. And then there's a dedicated best boy category section. For my dog. You still have a Patreon section? I thought you destroyed your Patreon. I did destroy my original Patreon. That is you, a different you, Patreon I was You made another Patreon? Uh, sort of, yes. It's kind of like a, eh. Mr. Knackle 89. Yeah. Oh. It's kind of a weird, I, I wasn't sure. Because I, I made it in Dubai when I was going to start doing cooking videos again. And I wasn't sure if I was going to even do a Patreon. But I just reserved it just in case. Filled it out. This is like, okay, well, mm -hmm. if I decide to, it's currently it's a there. Patreon for no project, right? Yes. Yeah. For, it's for nothing. So. So invest now. And invest now in Andrew. <laughs> it's like stocks, except a worse investment. Yeah. <laughs> what if your return was zero? What if your Forever. return was less than zero? What if your return was you still owed? Yeah. All right, we got to close this out before his parents, his grandparents actually murder him. Yes. Or try. Yes. yes. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.